everybody, we get to dive right in. Hi and welcome to Old Gamers Almanac. I'm Matt Martins and I'm here with Hunter Donaldson and today's a bonus episode. Hey Hunter. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, 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 High score, high score. High score. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is someone like eat, like eating and drinking. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, we did it. This is our bonus episode. This is not... Every yeah. ranking of every video game, yeah. one week at a time. <laughs> this is the definitive ranking of Shut every up, you kids. Shut single. Up. Quiet Shut down up. in the back, man. We almost thought about actually recording this episode at Dave and Buster's, which was a what nut. a stupid idea. <laughs> it would have been what fun though. Dumb. It would have been hilarious. If it would have been impossible. It would have been impossible. It would have required us to sit down and like eat there, which <laughs> no, thank you. I'd rather die than eat at Dave and Buster's. I definitely would have refused to eat. Y'all would have been like, all right, we'll get some food. And I'd be like, no, yeah. I'm not wasting one of one of my meals uh -huh. on this earth. Yeah. You know what I mean? You only get to eat so much yeah. because you don't, you can't just eat all the time, right. you know? So there's a, there is a limit. There is a number. You don't know what it is, but there's mm -hmm. a number of meals you get. Yep. And I am not spending a single one of them. Right. Eating at a Dave and Buster's. This is not the definitive ranking of every video game. This is the definitive ranking of every video game at the Dave and Buster's in Rogers, Arkansas. And I'm going to be, hey, I'm going to level with you all. There's a lot of games at Dave and Buster's. And also, a lot of them are exactly like each other. Uh, yeah. So when Hunter and I went, uh, we, we went, we had a double date. It was fantastic. Hunter, Yep. lovely time with you. Uh, yeah, lovely time. And our our others, our significant others, our others. Yeah, <laughs> and our uh, others. Uh, uh, we we played a bunch of games. We have fifty games. Technically, we have fifty two games for you today. Uh, but we we we're gonna rank fifty games. Uh, which is a lot. Which means it we should probably boogie. Although, so there's not gonna be no. like uh, there's not gonna be extended conversations about a lot of these because hey, y'all know y'all have been to it like a Dave and Buster's or a Chuck E. Cheese. Well, first we need to explain what a Dave and Buster's is. Sure. Because what, so what's happened? Yes. Is that the arcade in the United States only exists? And I'm gonna insult. This is gonna be a little bit harsh, but I'm just yeah. trying to level with everybody. I'm gonna be real. Now a lot of us live in cool cities mm -hmm. um that maybe have like a cool arcade or whatever but but the arcade kind of exists only as like a retro throwback type business yeah doesn't really have like a place in the entertainment industry and sort of is like on the sidelines it, yeah. it's not you know the 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 era of the arcade is kind of dead and over unless you're dave and busters dave yeah. and busters is an arcade slash sports bar right set up can we, go, can we go back a little bit further than even that yeah. arcades even died further. arcades died but then chuck e cheeses came around and you're and, right and other oh. chuck e cheeses and oh. so the idea was oh arcades are still for kids but they're getting a little bit uh capitalist and cynical <laughs> i mean well yeah because what are you supposed to do if the arcade if the arcade system is dying, you got to over monetize. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, right. how do we squeeze right. every single dollar yeah. out of the potential market? Right. So it turned more and more into carnival games. And there's still arcade games, but it's just, I mean, it's not your classic. You know, you, you, it's rare to find Virtua Fighter <laughs> at a Chuck E. Cheese, if ever. You don't, right? Yeah, Matt's favorite arcade game, Virtua <laughs> I'm Fighter. Kind, I'm trying to give a good example of like arcadey arcade games. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. So, anyways. Sure. 
uh, that died, but Chuck E. Cheese's lived on. But then even Chuck E. Cheese's started to kind of go by the wayside a little bit. You know, that's like kind of a weird place these days. Sure, sure. Uh, but what started to come around is some drunk adult said, well, I want a Chuck E. Cheese. I'm tired of all the kids looking at me funny when I go to Chuck E. Cheese and I play the hoops game. And I want to drink right. and play the hoops game at the Chuck E. Cheese. And so, I feel like we didn't explain what a Chuck E. Cheese was either. I want to explain a Chuck E. Cheese, if you're not American, is this business where a cartoon rat and yeah. his buddies right. sell you pizza and arcade games and they have like... <laughs> Like a ball pit. Yeah. You know what a ball pit is? Like where they're like plastic, yeah. different multicolored balls, and it's just kind of a pit for Have all Have you been the... to Chuck E. Cheese's before? Have I been? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've, I've never been. been to one. I've So the, it, it, in our home area, I've only ever been to what's called Locomotion, and it's basically yeah. just an independent knockoff Chuck E. Cheese, but they have like go-karts and bumper yeah. boats and stuff like that as well. Well, that's actually fun. It's actually uh, somewhat. Cool. Yeah. I've actually been to a Showbiz Pizza as well. Whoa, now, Showbiz Pizza is kind of going the other way, which is to say, like, get these arcade games out of here. Let's just have pizza and animatronic rodents yeah. just yell at the children Scary. and freak them out. Yeah. yeah pretty uh, good. Pretty so, good. So, yeah, I grew up with locomotion because I, I didn't live in Arkansas yet, but my uh, grandparents did. We would come and visit my grandparents, and the only thing my grandparents knew to do with us us like eight-year-old like an eight-year-old and an 11-year-old me and my brother and my cousin who's also 11 at the time the three of us they're like i don't get these kids out of the house let's take them to locomotion right around the corner right. and that became a thing every single trip we go to grandma and grandpa's it's a requirement that the children would start chanting locomotion that it, there was no way out so that's my experience with this kind of style of arcade. But like I said, then the adults wanted to take it over, enter Dave and Buster's. Dave and Buster's marries the arcade carnival fun of a Chuck E. Cheese's with the bar sports bad bar of a Chili's. Uh, and thus you have the pinnacle of um, something. I don't know what, but the Dave and Buster's is the peak of whatever genre it exists within. <laughs> I certainly hope that it is the peak of what it is. <laughs> I don't want to find that there is another <laughs> peak further along. Um, I want to say some stuff about the Rogers, Dave and Busters in general. Uh -huh. um, I am actu actually, uh, I'm actually a New Yorker. I live in New York oh, City. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you're um, New one now. of the cooler places in on the planet. Mm. And mm -hmm. we actually have a Dave and Busters in uh, Times Square. Ever heard of it? <laughs> uh, it's right by the Applebee's, uh, and. <laughs> Uh, I've been there twice, uh, and because uh, my my other uh, loves herself a good game of coin dozer, and I will explain to you what the coin dozer yeah, we'll is there. later. Um, but yeah, so been to the Times Square Dave and Buster's. It's not good because none of the Dave and Buster's are good. <laughs> but I just want to say for the record, the Rogers, and you have to take my word on this. I was actually surprised that I like I preferred the Times Square Dave and Buster's to the Rogers Arkansas Dave and Buster's, and that's saying a lot. Times Square is the most annoying place on the planet, like <laughs> the most over the most cyber. It's the cyberpunk center of the universe uh -huh. where every piece of surface area is trying to sell you something and the thing it's trying to sell you you can't even afford anyways <laughs> like and it's everywhere uh, so yeah times square sucks uh but the times square dave and busters 
better than the Rogers Arkansas. Amazing. Uh, we uh, did it, folks. Everyone, we beat New York in the worst possible category. Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> yeah. Worst Dave and Busters. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, so we have, like I said, about, I think about 50 games. I don't know. I didn't properly consolidate it. But I want to do two honorable mentions to start with uh, because okay. there are two games we did not play. There might be. There might actually be more on this list that we didn't specifically play, uh, and and I just didn't flag them. But whatever. Actually, I can already tell there. Are, there's at least one other one that is going to not get <laughs> correctly ranked. But I don't care. These two are the ones that were notable to me. First and foremost is there is a game at Dave and Buster's, and at um, more specifically when Katie and I lived in Portland, we lived close enough to a really wonderful place called Wonderland in portland which there are two or three of um and wonderland is like this same vibe except it's still a nickel arcade you literally go there and you give them five bucks and they give you that many nickels what a hundred nickels and like everything costs that cheap it's like the cheapest way to do all this stuff uh yeah and we would go often and we found our favorite game there uh and it's a perfect arcade game it's called let's bounce and let's bounce is it, it's a board it's a grid of little platforms all spaced out from each other and it's like i don't know we'll, we'll say like a five by seven grid of these platforms and you right. get a you get a mess of ping pong balls dumped at you and your goal is to throw the ping pong ball so they bounce off of a bunch of the platforms and when it hits a platform it turns it from orange to blue and you're trying to blink out all of the platforms so it's got like a wonderful mix of dexterity and strategy because you're on a time limit. You only have so many ping pong balls. It doesn't refresh. You don't get more. So you're trying to hit everything all at once. It's wonderful. I've literally played so much of it, and it was broken at the Dave and Buster's in Arkansas, and Hunter did not get to live the joy of Let's Bounce, and it's a travesty! Right, but I, I still actually ranked it, so yeah. it's actually not an honorable mention. Okay. We are putting it at the bottom. Yeah. It was out of order. It's it literally a zero. It's literally number one on my list, but it was broke. Uh, this is the definitive ranking of the games at the Dave & Buster's in Rogers, Arkansas. Right, and whether they were working or not. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I have to already pour one out for my my friend. Let's bounce. I'm I'm truly sorry. I'm really sad Let's about bounce. it. <laughs> uh, the the other one I was gonna to bring up first here, but you know, actually, I don't know that I need to because I think we are properly ranking all of these, whether we played them or not. So you know what? I'm yeah, not gonna care. do the. I'm gonna save the other one for its for its proper place uh, when we would bring it up. I've organized these literally just in alphabetical order, and we can go through them and start ranking them. Does that sound fine to you? I my list is organized based off the order that I played the games. Yeah. Um or the at least the order that I took notes. Sure. Um so yeah, let's just do it. Let's just get into it okay. and start rank. We have 50 yeah. 50 spots to do yep. or 52. 52 I don't know how now, many. I guess. Why not? We got 52. Plenty. 52 weeks 52? in a year, 52 ga- you can go to Dave and Buster's one week uh, every single week for the year yes, that and get would be all of this effective. done. Yeah, yeah, that's the really yeah. great way to do this experiment. Uh, hey, I have a spreadsheet up if you want to follow like be follow along with the ranking. Oh yeah, sure. Let me um, pull that up. So if you go to Old Gamers Almanac on Google Drive at Matt's Dave and Busters. Yeah, I, okay. yeah, I labeled in that. And then uh, there's two there's two sheets. There's D&B ranking. So you want the D&B ranking. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm there. All right. <clears throat> 
Well, next up, let's just actually start with the A's. Uh, so we have Let's Bounce, and everything we know is already going to go above it, which I do believe is the canonical correct answer. If it didn't work, it's at the bottom of the list. Although yep. there will be yep. a set of things at the bottom of the list that we then get to rank against each other, which will be nice. Uh, anyways, next up is a game called Air FX, which, hey, it's just air hockey. So we get to. So right. the first thing we have to rank is just the thing everybody knows, which is air hockey. And uh, I didn't play air hockey specifically this time, but like I've played a lot of air hockey in my life. I, here's my thing. So there's 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 table games, you know, games you mm -hmm. get for like the den of your house if you're if you're wealthy enough or whatever. You got your pool tables, you got your foosball tables, you got air hockey, you got a ping pong table. I would say air hockey is like number two. Foosball is my yeah. number one for table games. Yeah. I love foosball. And then air hockey is a close second. I grew up with an air hockey table out in the shed with the cold and the bitter heat of summer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fun. Yeah, I love air hockey. Air hockey is so much fun. It's such a good game to like. I, there's there's I don't think this air hockey table had this feature, but I love the air hockey tables that take little videos whenever <laughs> You, it's like you'll like score a point, and then it takes a little video of the other person like getting dunked on. I've never seen that. That's crazy. Yeah, so that's there is um there is an arcade in Chinatown that is called oh it's kind of famous. Here, let me pull it up. Sorry. I fear this episode's going to be four hours long. Uh, there's there's a there's an arcade in Chinatown called Chinatown Fair, which is actually kind of a famous um. A, a, a famous New York arcade that I've been to, and they have an air hockey table like that. Wow. Um, and it's very fun. I, I think air hockey is like, to me, it's kind of the pinnacle yeah. of like the couple's night yes. out yeah. arcade experience. I agree. Because it is a game, yes, you can be good at it, but I would say if you are good at it, you should probably retire from air <laughs> hockey. It, it's the game is most fun when it, you're not really that good at it, sure. and you're just having a weird competition of yeah. smacking the puck around. You my, know? my favorite thing about air hockey is the communal quality of it, which I will elaborate. Uh, air hockey, there are many times where yeah, yeah, smack it real good, and uh that puck's gonna, gonna fly off the table, right? It's just yeah. gone. And someone else from this Dave and Buster's, or like, I grew up going to a roller skating rink that had an air hockey table, and I would play that more than I would go roller skating. That's not true. I was, uh, I was the king of the rollerblading rink, but I played a lot of air hockey too. Uh, and it becomes everyone else's responsibility to get the puck for you basically and i i love right. i love that about arcades it's true of like the basketball games and stuff. anything where it's like oh i'm give i've given you a physical thing that is like not attached to the arcade cabinet that could go anywhere and i just i love when that stuff flies off the shelf and everyone else has to help you out and air hockey is unique too because it's got that quality and also that thing goes so fast it can hurt you. Like <laughs> I would say air hockey is the most dangerous thing at any Dave and Busters besides the food. Yeah. That puck can go flying. <laughs> and I mean it can really get you, especially if you just throw it like a ninja star, like yeah. how I do. Everyone is playing air hockey at the Dave and Busters. They just may not have stood at the table yet. Yeah. The the, the air hockey board extends to the entire floor of Dave and Busters. <laughs> I agree. But yeah, uh, air hockey probably going to stay up pretty yeah. high on the list. I a would firm wager. number one out of the two so far. Next up is Aliens Armageddon Hunter. I did not play this one. So tell me I about did. Aliens Armageddon. Um, I, It's better than the Jurassic Park shooting game at um, Dave and Busters. Uh -huh. okay. And that's about it. So I would say it's towards the upper middle 
of all of the first person shooter light gun games. Okay. Uh, but it was you can it, you can hear my voice right now was not very memorable. But I did not <laughs> like the Jurassic Park game there very much, and I definitely did not like the Tomb Raider game there very much at all. Yeah. So I would say, and and there is one that is my favorite, and really that's all I have to say about it. Like yeah. I. I did not, literally all I wrote down, here's what I wrote down exactly. Um, Alien Armageddon, better than Jurassic Park, 60 out of 100. I mm. rated out of 100. Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. what you got. That's all I got for that. So I would say that's better than Let's Bounce, not as good as air hockey. Yeah, I was uh, I was sad to learn sort of what has happened with the light gun game genre because I feel like there's like the classic light gun games and I couldn't even tell you what specifically makes them good. But boy, there's a lot of light gun games these days. And I don't know. Now I don't know how you set one apart. Uh, I don't know how you make a light gun game feel like unique. Although that's there's going to be one later that we'll talk about that it, I do think sets apart. And there's probably a couple yeah. out there, but it's harder. Yeah. That's for sure. You can't just do a light gun game anymore. I feel like right. Um, so right. a, a much tougher thing. Next up uh, is Baseball Pro. Uh, baseball Pro. Did you play Baseball Pro, Hunter? I don't think I got to play Baseball Pro. Uh, no. Baseball Pro is a like a table game. It's got like a glass top and and it's almost like pinball. You you have a little you have a little character with a baseball bat that you're gonna swing with like a little dial, right? And it's one of those kind of like yeah. swing it really good. Um, Katie and I tried, we put in way too much money into this, trying to even get it to work a single time. If I could rank this below less, let's bounce, I would, because it technically worked, but I have no idea how to play it. I never got a single point out of it. I never got a single ticket out of it. We would swing it and it would just sort of hit the ball in the wrong direction. I don't know how this game works, even though it technically was in functioning order at the Dave and Busters. This is, I think, by far the worst thing I actually was able to play the entire Whoa, time. Whoa, do you... Do you want to rank it below Let's Bounce? I mean, of course I do, because I know how Left Bounce works. But, like, I literally... Because here's the thing. Let's, let's Bounce, we didn't put money into. We saw that it was broken. Baseball Pro took my money and then still kind of didn't work. It was a <gasps> negative... It was a net loss for the evening to play Baseball Pro. Yeah, at one point I played something that was broken, and I actually asked somebody that worked in Dave & Buster's if they could <laughs> refund me, and they just said no. <laughs> And then they just kept walking. That's and I was like really like kind of blown away. Yeah. I was like, so what do I do if it just takes my money? And they're like, well, we got your money. Yeah. Like, that's the whole, like, like, don't you see what all of this is? <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. You are spent tonight. You are spending $60. And at the end of the night, your prize is a stick of gum and like a pop cap. Like that's it. <laughs> we made you spend $60 on 40 cents worth of material. Give me yeah, a break. I, I got a gold chain, a gold Dave and Buster's chain that says <laughs> ding ding on it. So I actually feel pretty good. But yeah, baseball pro, let's throw it at the bottom. That that, that game sucks. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay, uh, next up is Big Bass Wheel. Uh, this is one uh, I played and Katie played. <laughs> Big Bass Wheel. I don't know why it's called Big Bass. It just has a picture of a bass on it. This is actually the big wheel from The Price is Right. So this is just a spin wheel game, but it's in the style of the big thing they play at the end of Price is Right. So it's like you are you're perpendicular to the wheel. And uh, I'll say this much, whatever about a spin wheel game, but on Katie's first attempt, she got 150 tickets and that's nothing to balk at. So Whoa. you can, hey, it pays out. And there are certain, there's there's arcade game experiences at Dave and Buster's, right? There's just like, oh, you're not going to get anything out of this except for the fun of the game. And then there's a game where it's like, it's not necessarily fun, but it's for the reward. 
So I was also ranking a lot of games based on what's their payout. And Bobblehead Base, or uh, you're, you're moving, but sorry. <clears throat> and Baseball Pro uh, paid out pretty good. So, I, I, you know, I put it up there. Hunter, would you like it to go above Aliens Armageddon? Or do you think a, a not that fun but good payout game is, like, what's our metric there? 10 scale it right now. Let me know what you're, what, what would you uh, rank it out of 10? I gave it a, <laughs> I gave it a 25 out of a uh, hundred. That goes below aliens yeah. Armageddon. Right. Come on. Fair enough. No, that's, that's, I'm not giving you a 25 or over by 60. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. All right. Uh, next up, Hunter, you give a, you have bobblehead baseball. on the So list. bobblehead baseball. So there are some games at Dave and Buster that are just like one button experiences. Oh, right. Yeah. And they generally have like actually kind of good graphics, which is kind of weird. Like mm -hmm. it'll be like, it'll, I mean, good being like for Dave and Buster's, but um, it'll just be a game where like it, it, it could be like Frogger or like Flappy Bird. They have they just have Flappy Bird there. Right. Um, I mean, it's not actually Flappy Bird, but you just press so, a at button, some places right? it is, though. I mean, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, bobblehead baseball is like cute little bobbleheads. Uh, they're playing baseball. You press the button to swing the bat and hit the ball. Pretty simple. Uh, let, let me read you my review because I wrote a review of every one. Um, I called it a fun one button stupid game yeah. that mercilessly kicked me off when it was done with me. <laughs> Sassy. Um, I give it a 60 out of 100. I think I, I liked it better than Aliens Armageddon, to be okay. honest. I like it. Yeah. Uh, what was merciless about how it kicked you off? Explain that it to just me. Like, like, the, the, like what happened was I was playing it. I was getting into the groove. Uh -huh. And um, the game has like this weird, it's like not only are you like hitting the ball, but there's like this weird like roulette. Me mechanic yeah where it's like giving you all these bonuses based off like random chance right and it was giving me like a lot of stuff for like maybe like a minute <laughs> uh -huh. and then like i lost like suddenly it was just like nope you're done and it was just like i it, the roulette just made it so that i lose uh, i just lost the game very quickly wow. and i just kind of liked that i kind of yeah. liked a game that was willing to just kick me off like get out of here right it's not actually stringing you along for more money it's like you got other games to play buster no, it's like leave get yeah. out yeah <laughs> All right, uh, Hunter, tell me about Break the Plate. Okay, Break the Plate. This game, okay, let me just read you my review of Break the Plate first <laughs> before I even describe to you what it is. I called Break the Plate. Hold up. <clears throat> I called Break the Plate raw, unfiltered, tactile bloodbath. <laughs> With excellent sound, ninety out of a hundred. That would be on the Konami game case for yeah <laughs> for break the plate. Raw tactical blood, raw unfiltered bloodbath action. So break the plate is you got a ball. There are plates. You throw the ball yeah. at the plates. The plates break. This is a and carnival the, game. The yeah, it is a carnival game, but it's a digital version of this carnival game, mm. and everything about it felt. Perfect. Oh, so it's digital. So you're throwing it at a screen, and, and then not the real plates. Yeah. Okay. Well, I see. well, it's not. It's not all a screen. It's just like it's. It's. They've made it seem like one of those classic break the plate things. Yeah. But instead of there actually being plates, they're just like there's yeah. there's just like lights yeah, and yeah. sound basically. Gotcha. Okay. But God, it feels good. God, they have like nailed the feeling <laughs> of breaking the plates. I mean, you. You, the thing about Break the Plate is I think about 
going there when I'm feeling PO'd, when I just want to <laughs> unleash the demon, uh-huh. you know? I think about marching down to Times Square and having myself a little break the plate. I love this game. It's very fun. It's very obvious. You throw a ball, a blawl even. You throw a blawl and you hit a plate. Uh, 90 (laughs) out of 100. I think it's second on the list right now underneath air hockey. Yeah, underneath air hockey. Hard to beat air hockey. Okay, well, we're getting to one much earlier than I expected, but we are going alphabetical. Well, you did put them in alphabetical order. I put in alphabetical order. order. Hunter, it's time to talk about Centipede Chaos. Now, we have ranked Centipede on this show before this, sure, is, this the, is a different game this is the dave and buster's arcade style centipede is an arcade game but this is like the proof of what has happened to arcade games because centipede is not proper arcade anymore dave and buster's you gotta glitz and glam it up there, there's more to it now centipede chaos is three player centipede it does yeah. i don't think it was was it it wasn't a ball, though, that we got to move around, right? It took away the ball, and it was, I think, a joystick that we moved around. Is that right? Am I remembering correctly? Oh, yeah. No, it, it was It was not a ball. Yeah. It, it wasn't was a trackball. Yeah, it wasn't a trackball. Even without but... that, the joystick experience did not feel bad to me. Uh, I, I mean, I ranked Centipede Chaos uh, number one for my evening outside of Let's Bounce. It is 100 out of 100. It is... Got a lot of visuals going on. The music is, you know, crazy techno. But beyond that, like, it is Centipede. There's a lot of other stuff we played that is like, hey, it's like Pac-Man. Hey, it's like Space Invaders. But they're, like, dramatically changing it. But this is literally just three-player Centipede with, like, like, modern graphics. This is the sequel to Centipede. It does have bosses, Matt. It's not, like, it's not just extra elements. Yeah. But compare that to, like, so, like, We'll talk about like the weird Pac-Man game we played, or like sure. you know, th- there are things that are like sort of a definitively different experience. The Space Invaders we played is like quite different than Space Invaders. This is like mostly centipede with boss fights, right? But like the spiders fly in, the thing, yep. the, the the termites drop from the top of the screen, and make a scary noise. Like so much of it is centipede. Um, so for me, it's like way, way, way up there. Yeah, well, I called it an actual arcade game experience in this not actual arcade. Uh-huh. 200 yes. out of 100. This goes it, above You hockey. must play yeah. Centipede Chaos. It is the only good thing they have in that dump. Yep, that's, uh, yeah. I, I've, I'm using Centipede Chaos music for the theme song for this episode. I've already decided. So, yeah, yeah you, listen, you listened to Centipede Chaos earlier, and you didn't even know it. Uh, yeah. Okay, next up, I've got connect four hoops uh boy connect four hoops rules uh connect four hoops is a basketball game but it's also connect four the idea being you know how in connect four hunter it's it's exactly what everyone knows connect four is drop a disc in the top try to get a a row of four but with connect four hoops we're adding dexterity to it you can want to put it in the third column from the right but you got to make can't. that basket. You got to yeah. actually get it in there for That's you to funny. get that point. Uh, so I think this is among the like, oh, you're not going to get tickets, but this is like a party game. This might be like the best party game, the best multiplayer experience at Dave and Buster's. Katie and I played this a few times. I feel like you and I, did you and I play this? I don't know. No, did you, you we played play- regular Connect 4. We didn't actually oh, play right. Connect 4 hoops. Um, so yeah, I, 
I did not. I'm going to recuse myself from the ranking of this one uh, so that we have journalistic integrity uh, <laughs> and, you know, and so that we have a rubric. You uh -huh, know, we need uh -huh. to have a rubric. Sure, sure, rubric. It's very serious. Yeah. Uh, connect four hoops. This one's all you, Matt. Just like put it wherever you want to put it, it's, and then I will not above, judge you or anything. It's above or below air hockey. I mean, air hockey is like an absolutely what? classic. What? I, it's above or below air hockey connect four hoops this is ridiculous <laughs> you are destroying our <laughs> reputation right now you think it's better than break the plate which i called raw unfiltered <laughs> bloodbath with excellent music sounds not really music actually break the plate doesn't have music but you think connect four hoops is better than that yeah you're killing me right now <laughs> You're kill you're crushing me. You're stepping on me right, in I'll a put, way I'll, I don't like. I'll put it under break the plate. That's fine. Yes! Go, <laughs> you break you, the plate. You scared me. You pressured my me into passion. it. All my right. passion. Okay. Uh, I got uh, the next one up here, Hunter. I I don't know if you played or not. Did you I play didn't. the light gun game Dark Escape 4D? I did not play Dark Escape 4D. I did okay. not. This is the one I referred to earlier. This is the uh, the 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 new light gun game. So this one is inside a booth. It's like your old, you know, you, you know, you got your light gun games where you just walk up to it and stand there. And then you got the ones where yeah, you yeah. enter the photo booth. Yeah. Uh, so Dark Escape 40 rules, except for a couple of very specific post-COVID world things, which is like, first off, it's supposed to be a 3D game. You're supposed to put some 3D glasses on that are sitting in a little cup. Um, Dave & Buster's is a, is a public place, and I don't trust those glasses for two seconds <laughs> i'm not putting those on my face not even for yeah. a little bit but what's great is dark escape gives you the option to turn off the 3d and just make it a 2d game so they know that you might think that's wicked gross and no thank you so points for dark escape 4d the second thing that dark escape 4d does that you cannot turn off is it's a it's a quote-unquote 4d experience it's a it's it's a whole like sense oh, i almost said sensual <laughs> Uh, how do you say sense? You almost said sexual. I almost said sensual. You almost a said sexual relationship with a no. with a light gun I'm game. I'm cutting this out. <laughs> no, it, you're not. You're going to keep it in. <laughs> you little bastard. <laughs> it's a whole sensory experience, uh, which means there are parts of the game where it blows air at you. Like it, it smacks oh, you with a puff of yeah. air. That still feels pretty weird in a post-COVID world, but it, I don't know. Maybe it's not as bad. I don't know. I can't say I liked it too much, but the rest of the game is a survival horror light gun game. You're in a dark booth. You've got jump scares with a burst of air in your face. This made Katie scream so loud. You may have heard us from across the Dave and Buster's Hunter and didn't even realize it was no, us. No, I didn't. No, but I, I didn't actually. Uh, it was hilarious. It is a ridiculous game that is just ridiculous, stupid jump scare after ridiculous, stupid jump scare. It's not a good shooter game, but it's a great, like, in the booth arcade experience. I'd put this above Aliens Armageddon, probably a, above Bobblehead Baseball, but it's not the fun actual interactivity of a connect four hoops or break the okay plate. yeah yeah i'm down with that i'm absolutely down with that cool uh hunter tell me about disney crossy road <laughs> disney crossy road so crossy road is actually an app game that you can just play on your phone God, this right is now the new thing free. huh we talked about yeah. flappy bird there's crossy road there's a fruit ninja arcade like they're just yeah. turning apps into arcade games now yeah which is i cool. mean i don't know whatever I mean, it sucks, but uh, I played it, and I actually, like, in the grand scheme of things, I wanted to dunk on the one-button machines. Uh-huh. Um, 
But once you go to a Dave and Buster's and you experience yeah. everything they got under the roof, it really gives you a lot of perspective. Yeah, it lowers those like, expectations uh, pretty good, huh? <laughs> yeah, and, and it just kind of centers everything. So what I'm here to say is that I would love to just say Disney Crossy Road, more like Disney Poo Poo in the Road, you <laughs> idiot. Uh, but no, actually, Disney Crossy Road is fine. Yeah. Um, let me let me read you my review. It was app game that is pretty fun. There you go. <laughs> Where does that put it on our sort? I mean, is that is that above Aliens Armageddon? I think it's below Aliens Armageddon. Sure. Yeah. I feel like it's got to be above Big Bass Wheel, though, because Big Bass Wheel is a one-button, just wheel game. Well, there's not even okay. a button. It is a Big Bass Wheel. That thing I didn't say about it is Big Bass Wheel is not just like a button you press and the wheel starts spinning. It is that trick, which I do know is a trick, but where, like, you give it all your gumption and it spins, right? But right, then it's like, you right. know, there's computers in there that are just like, mm, we're going to stop you on 10 tickets anyways. Sorry, bud. It's all, it's not random at all. We've decided yeah, when you get tickets and when you don't. It's all rigged. The Illuminati <laughs> is rigging it. <laughs> Uh, okay, next up is Dizzy Chicken. Uh, this is one that I played. I can't believe that's a game. Yeah. Uh, so this is a. <laughs> it, it, this is a. <laughs> so this is uh, Dizzy Chicken. Uh, we've got Hungry Donkey. Yeah. Okay. Now we've got. Uh, there was a Hungry have, uh, Hippos game there that didn't work that we didn't get to play. Oh yeah. There, there was, was a, a Hungry Hippos game we wanted to play. Ah. <laughs> oh. Anyways, Dizzy Chicken is. You know those games where it's a it's a light going around a wheel and you just got to press the button when the light stops or yeah, to, those to are stop fake. the light? Those are fake. Those are fake. Well, Dizzy Chicken is a similar idea except for you have a ball at the bottom of an upward scaling spiral and you kind of do like the pinball plunger, you know, at the uh, at, a, yeah. at a, you you pull the thing back and then push it forward and launch the ball up and it's going to spin up the thing and what you have is a target you're trying to hit when you start the game it sets a new random target and you're mm -hmm. trying to give it enough push to get up to your to that spot without going over. So it feels better than a you know, time the button press game, but it is a similar vibe to a time the button press game, but it's actually give it the right amount of gumption to, to hit that spot. I gave it a 60 out of 100 for that style of game. It gave a horrible ticket payout, though. It's very hard, and when you lose, you get absolute junk worth of tickets. So 60 is probably even a little bit too high for what it's actually worth. Uh, but I do think it's more fun than Big Bass Wheel, uh, but probably not better than like any of the actual games on the list. All right, I'm good with that. Dizzy Chicken. There you go, Dizzy, Dizzy Chicken. Dizzy Chicken. Uh, okay, we both played Dodgeball Ultimate Arena. This is a yeah. this is a multiplayer game. This is sort of like the Connect Four Hoops thing. You get a bunch of balls. You get uh, characters on the screen popping up, and you have to whack them all of them, but with dodgeballs. Right. I loved this, Hunter. This, so here's the thing. Break the Plate had kind of already ruined me uh -huh. for this genre. I see. So I did not respond to what this game was putting down. Mm. I recognized it as being vastly inferior to Break the Plate. Interesting. It had multiplayer, Yeah. Um, but it was asking me to hit people, which is not cool. <laughs> Plates, very cool to hit and feel good. And I can get out my rage, uh -huh. my inner darkness, mm -hmm. my demons, mm -hmm. my anger, yeah. my hate. Yeah. My hate. My hate. Um. I felt like, you know, it was fine. It was really fast. Like, it was pretty stupid. Yeah. I called it a pretty stupid two-handed ball throw game too short. 
Yeah. 30. I said I gave it a 30. I I gave it I, I gave a lot of games a 60, which is now I'm realize I you know, this these are numbers I'm just giving in the moment and have no relevance to the other numbers I've given yeah, other yeah. games. So whatever. I did say fun game bad ticket ratio, which for a multiplayer game you should expect bad ticket ratios, but also it was notable. Um so I don't know. I mean it's under Connect 4 hoops, but I don't know where to go from there. I think that I liked I think we should maybe split Bobblehead Baseball and Aliens Armageddon. Cool. Maybe that's a good place for I it. I like it. Okay, next up is a wild little experience. So there's a classic arcade game called Elevator Action. This is like an old an old experience. And mm-hmm. at this Dave & Buster's, there's Elevator Action Invasion, which was a light gun game that... Uh, this is the one that gave me that first taste of, oh, I don't like this. This is just a light gun game, and it's, I don't feel like it's doing anything. It was funny, though. This was a funny game because it would stop the action by you're literally going up elevators to different levels, and that's each, like, level of the game. Yeah. And it would stop the play and then do, like, a dum, 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 dum. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. Kill all the bugs. So, funny enough, but also just, like, just a light gun game. I don't know. I think that I, I liked it mostly because it was cool to see elevator action mm-hmm. represented at Dave and Buster's, even though it's not it wasn't really the, the elevator action. The yeah. elevator part yeah. was literally just what Matt described. Yeah. Um, elevator action is not a light gun game, no. by the way, like the series right. is not. Yeah. Um, it's about it's like a one screen experience where you're going up and down elevators and yeah. like that's the part that's yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, and they just turned it into a light gun game. I don't care where we put it. I just <laughs> want to say that I I I liked it on purpose. Uh-huh. That's what I have to say about it. Right. I I went in and was like, I'm going to like this no matter yeah. what. Because I was I was basically the opposite because I was like elevator action, but this isn't elevator action. Like I found it to be sort of apocryphal that they would just like slap the term elevator action on this and have it not be elevator action at all. So it sort of yeah, insulted but, okay. me. Okay, it's so it insulted you, but it's there. Sure. Like no one knows what that is. Yeah, yeah. That's there. Right. Who you cares? You know, like in the so end. it's 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 like it's it's like sneaking in. It's yeah. like the Manchurian candidate <laughs> at Dave and Buster's that that if we empower it enough, it will take over and turn that place into a real arcade. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like so in that way I want to give it a little bit of love, even though it really had nothing going on that was yeah. interesting. Can we put it above Aliens Armageddon? Yeah, you know what? Even even though I know in my heart Aliens Armageddon was actually a better game, screw you, Aliens. <laughs> Elevator action forever. There you go. Okay, uh, next up, we have Full Tilt. Uh, Full Tilt sucks. Full, uh, Full Tilt is Pachinko with the illusion of choice and dexterity. Imagine pachinko do you know what pachinko is pachinko is where you drop yeah, yeah. the coin from the top there's pegs all drop over it from the and top. it's literally yeah. just a random chance game it's gonna yeah, bounce yeah, around yeah. It, it makes you think "Ooh, if i drop it four spaces to the right uh, that'll give me a better odds no 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 it's just like a random chance game it's gonna bell curve you you might end up in the middle cool pachinko adds to that a bunch a, a, a little like a uh, lever thing that you can turn that you drop it in and you get it set up on a on a table basically and you can rotate that to try to drop it down to the next table but realistically it's almost impossible to even control that like once you drop it down one table it just falls all the way to the bottom where yeah. it, the illusion is i'm going to drop it down one table and catch it and then drop it down to the next table and catch it and like work my way down to the bottom that's not what happens at all you just drop it and it falls and it's pachinko so it's Sounds it's fake. pachinko that's lying to you and so that yeah. sucks no, we don't do fake games in here. That's yeah. fake. 
I'll put it above Baseball Pro, but below Big Bass Wheel. I literally prefer the just like Price is Right, spin the wheel, lie to me. At least I know Big Bass Wheel is lying to me. Full yeah. Tilt is like genuinely really trying to pretend I'm pl- I have a game that I could play here. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Hunter, you played a game called Gear It Up Bonus Spin. <laughs> what is that? Uh, so geared up bonus spin is just like a game with a digital wheel and I walked up to it and I paid the, the price and then I pressed the, the button yeah. or was it a lever? I think I pulled the lever and then this thing spun yeah. and I was like, okay, let's see what this is. Um, and then it just immediately said, you lose. Um, <laughs> And that's it. That's literally all yeah. that happened. So I wish I could tell you exactly what geared up bonus spin was. Sure. But that's my whole experience yeah. was of it. I just said for my review, I just said immediately lost. Zero <laughs> out of 100. I think it's worse than let's, let's bounce because let's bounce was out of order. <laughs> this was in order and uh-huh. gave me nothing nothing to talk about. It yeah. left absolutely my it, it was like um you know those like Doctor Who aliens, the silence, where like when you're not looking at them, you can't remember yeah. them. Yeah. That's what geared up bonus spin is. Yeah. You know what I hate from the sound of that too is at least like with Big Bass Wheel, it is a physical wheel and I spin it and I have the, yeah. I sort of have that, uh, it looks like I'm doing something. When you give me a digital wheel, like I 100% know you're lying to me now. Like I know right. it's, it literally can't be anything but a random ge- number generator determining that so a digital wheel is perhaps the worst kind of one button press uh game that you can have out there so yeah just yeah, I, I i agree with that where do you said under let's what bounce happened with baseball pro i put it underneath let's bounce did we decide it was above let's bounce yeah i think i think it yeah yeah there we go i okay, said it cool. was apocryphal i said it's uh it's it made oh, me well, so mad yeah, it was negative let's, money let's boost up let's bounce a little bit a right. game we i want to reiterate for everyone didn't play because it was out of order. Yeah, but at least it didn't actually suck my money out of my wallet and still It's stuck. true. Yeah. And it sounds like Gear It Up bonus spin basically did the same. It just sucks your money away, which is It's awful. probably a game. I just couldn't tell if it was a right. game or not. Uh, okay, next up is Goldfishing, Hunter. This is you. <laughs> uh, so, oh, this was the first game I played of okay. the night. Um, I didn't pay for this one oh. because someone had paid for it Heck and then yeah. just walked away. Bonus points. So it was free. <laughs> now, what was the game? Uh, it was like, it. Th- so there's a couple fishing games at Dave and Buster's, uh, which is kind of weird that there's like a little genre. Um, but yeah, there's just like a little, a little almost board game style. Like here's these ocean tiles mm-hmm. and then you like kind of click on one and then maybe there's, Maybe there's a fish under there. Maybe there's not. And then there's a little reel. It was fun. It was a little toy game. Um, I think that it was probably worse than than Disney Crossy Road. Okay. Maybe even worse than Dizzy Chicken. Okay. Sounds good to me. It's at least a game. So it goes. Big Bass Wheel is our Mendoza line for is it actually a game at all? I think is what we've determined. (laughs) Big Bass Wheel is not a game. It's just the thing you do. Uh, Which next up. Oh, so you played a grab and win claw game and uh, something I think you've referenced before. um, You were with your other who is a claw game expert. Was this a proper claw game or was this a big bass wheel lying to you claw game? Okay, so so my my girlfriend is really good at claw machines. In fact, on our (laughs) second date, she was like, I'm really good at claw machines. And I was like, well, that's not true because no one is good at claw machines. (laughs) 
and she was like well actually you can be good at claw machines the problem is just some of them are fake in that they're set up in such a way as to where the claw does not tighten enough to actually grab a prize every time so it, it might do it one out of every 10 times uh-huh um, but then some claw machines are real where the claw does, if you if you line it up, every time you get a fair shot It'll at actually engage. getting the prize. Right. That's why there's all these moments where you use a claw machine and it picks the thing up, but then drops it. Because it's actually just set up to not quite tighten enough to actually carry something over there, yep. which is by design. So, two types of claw machines. Fake ones and real ones. There were two claw machines at Dave & Buster's, and Vika is very good at establishing is one real or fake and let me tell you grab and win totally fake zero out of a hundred it's a travesty hate you dave hate you buster get out of here with that crap so is this below the let's bounce uh this this is literally a lie to steal your money is it below gear it up bonus spin even this is at the bottom because fake claw machines are sinful in my opinion yeah yeah yeah. disgusting yeah that's true okay Next up is Grand Piano Keys, which I think is another based on an app game. It definitely looks like an app game, and yeah, I believe it's it an does. app game I played. Even if that app game is not actually called Grand Piano Keys, this is you've got four buttons in front of you and a screen up above you, and uh, it wants you to press like the next button in the order. It's showing you black keys on a on a row of piano keys and you gotta, you know, press three, then one, then three. It's like whack-a-mole, but you can see like four layers up, like what's coming next, yeah. which rules. I love this like go fast as you can thing. It's a little janky though. You can go too fast for this game to keep up with you. Like you, like you have to like really nail the button press. It's like a big chunky pad and yeah. like you can either hit that thing wrong or whatever so you end up sort of playing it like this okay and then this one and then this one to get it yeah. just right which makes it pretty annoying to play even though it's teasing you with like what would be in the genre of my favorite kind of carnival arcade game which is like dexterity like hand-eye coordination speed game that's really cool but this one is like just janky enough to to tease you yeah, it felt, like, way too responsive, too. Like, mm-hmm. if you even just thought about touching the key, it was like, you touched it! Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. You did it. And, and it's like a four-second stall. Like, it stops you. Yeah, it's like, yeah. you hit the wrong button. You hit that button, and for four seconds, you're hitting that button. Yeah. Okay, now we're ready for the next input. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it, I did not like it. Uh, I gave it a 10 out of 100. Really did not enjoy my yeah. experience with it. I, I like it a little bit more than that. Like, I would put it above basically Dizzy Chicken, but maybe it goes okay. below Crossy Road. Okay, I'm down. Above and, Dizzy and, Chicken. And then and then Crossy Road and Piano Keys are, like, in this same sort of, like, app zone. <laughs> the the yeah, app zone right. on our list. The app zone. <laughs> uh, okay, next up is one I did not play this particular night, but I have played the arcade version of Guitar Hero. That's right. right. But you can't speak on it because you did not oh, okay. play the one at Dave & Buster's because Fine. that is what I am going to review. Okay, Because I have some it. very necessary yeah. data. Well, it's going to be right funny because I feel like your necessary data is going to actually fall in line with I, what I believe is true about all arcade Guitar Heroes. But go on. Okay. Well, let me say, Guitar Hero... It, you know, it's a classic. Yep. It was a game that was like, it was a big fad when it was a thing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a fun 
It's a fun thing. It's it's loud. It's perfect for Dave and Buster's, right? Got this guitar controller, and it would be such a good experience. Yep. Except for the fact <laughs> that that guitar has been touched. Yes. By everyone at the Dave and Buster's. Yep. And those people. Yep. Got some weird stuff Absolutely. on their fingers. Yep. And so touching mm-hmm. the Guitar Hero controller yes. is not something I would recommend anyone do at any Dave and Buster's. Hunter? Ever. I was correct. This is a universal experience. Uh, the, the Guitar Hero at Wonderland in Portland, exact same problem. Also, uh, you know no, how... No, it's not the exact same problem, Matt, because this was the Dave and Buster's stickiness. That's true. But my, That's what I'm trying <laughs> to get you to recognize. Yeah, well, you, Wonderland you're saying, is sweaty oh, and wet. some gross stuff. Yeah. No, Matt, you didn't touch yeah. the Dave and Buster's Guitar Hero didn't guitar. Touch cheeseburger and fries Guitar Hero guitar. It's yeah. true. Yeah. I, I do want to note the other thing that I wonder, Hunter, how your experience was. Or maybe you touched it and went, and walked away. But uh, you know you know when you have a Guitar Hero guitar, or especially the rock band guitars, you have that one friend that really smacks it too hard and it starts, yeah. it starts to lose its kind of uh, finesse, its, its, its accuracy. That was my experience with uh, with a Guitar Hero arcade guitar. Did you have that at all? Like, did it feel like that thing was not really timing well with the with the on screen inputs? Yeah, I mean, I did play a whole song, which is horrifying, and yeah. I immediately went to the bathroom and washed my hands afterwards. Yeah. Um, I felt like it. Yeah, no, it it, it had not degraded to that extent. Okay. Like, I it still felt like it somewhat worked. Yeah, but still nasty. I, I mean, to me, it's bottom of the list right now. Like, Ooh. seriously. Like, it's, it's like Guitar Hero will give you, will make you sick. Wow. Like, at, yeah. at the place. It doesn't just I take your money. It might make you go to the hospital yeah, and cost yeah. even you'll, more money. You'll die <laughs> if you touch that thing. If you, if you, if that thing comes in too close a contact with your person, it will end you. Yeah. You okay. can't. It's, it's at the killer. bottom of the list it's because this murderer. is a public service announcement to make yeah. sure people don't Do play Guitar Hero. play Guitar Hero at the Rogers, Dave & Buster's, <laughs> the Pinnacle Hills Mall. <laughs> okay, next up is what I wanted to be the other honorary <laughs> mention, uh, and it is Halo Fireteam Raven. This is the yeah. Halo light gun game, which is a big, huge booth. You sit inside of it. You can play four-player co-op Halo. It's or gigantic. at least you would play it if those freaking nine-year-olds would give it up for two seconds. Oh, my God. Dude. They're just sitting in there. The nine-year-olds love the Halo, and you can't make them leave for anything. What happened to the world of old arcades where you get to walk up to an arcade and, like, put your quarter on it, and it's that little subtle sort of, like, hey... I'd like to be next as soon as you're right. done. You right. don't get to do that. You don't get like, you don't like put your card Dude. with all your money on it next to it. You just have to like hope they leave eventually. We did not play this because there was a large group of kids playing it the whole time. And they would not stop. And they were all just sitting there. Yeah. And guess what? They sucked. I like watched them play. Yeah, yeah. They were trash. If those kids are listening, you <laughs> suck at Halo. You have no future in major league gaming. <laughs> Halo, you're not going to be on Team Liquid, bro, all right? You're dead to me. I hate those kids, okay? We just wanted to play a little bit of Halo. We would have played a session of it and then moved on, 
Okay, these kids were just we would win. We would have lost like adults, but no, they had their parents standing by with their cards. Their parents had to just sit there and wait and yeah. give every thirty seconds the kids lose, and they're like, swipe the card again. I bet those parents yeah. spent seventy dollars watching their nine-year-olds play Halo. Just watching for them play minutes. a game they could just go home and play. You know what I mean? Like they they like those kids don't have Halo on their you know their those were Xbox kids if you know what I'm saying. Uh, they definitely have halo infinite at home and they could go play it uh but no instead they're here playing halo fire team raven so we did not get to play and i'm telling you y'all we like waited around to play it we stood there for a long time and it just became evident that we were never going to get a chance to play it now could we have talked to the parents and asked them to kick their their kids off yeah but we didn't because we don't have that in us. Yeah, we are adults. Uh, we don't actually have to embarrass ourselves in that way. It's not a requirement that we, uh, you know, this, I think this is the evidence of why we decided we don't actually have to play every single game at the Dave and Busters because the yeah. extents we would have had to embarrass ourselves maybe would have gone too far for us to actually achieve that goal. And we would have been there for six hours. So, yeah, I would have had to reveal too much about myself. <laughs> In order to play every game at the David Busters, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want people to know what I want. You know what I mean? You shouldn't tell people. Okay, a couple of things. Don't tell people what you want. Definitely don't tell people what you need. Oh, my God. Keep that very secret. Okay? Don't even tell your therapist about that one. Write that down. Write what you need down uh -huh. on a piece of bark and let it float out into the ocean. That's what you do with what you need. Okay? So was I going to talk to these adults, these fellow adults, and be like, um, could you please kick your children off? So I am 33, and I would like to play some Halo. I was hoping to play a little bit of Halo here. A little bit of Halo, please. I needed to defeat the Covenant, if you don't mind. <laughs> I need to finish the fight, fellow adult. So where does this go? We didn't actually embarrass ourselves, so I do think it goes in the didn't play it, didn't work. It probably goes above let's bounce is that fair i think it should go below let's bounce okay thank let's you bounce is cool because thank you can you for say that. let's bounce <laughs> like that uh all right next up is hatchet hero this is a lumberjack bar game you know how that's a new thing the lumberjack yeah. bar the hatchet throw hatchets throw hatchets like, and drink beer and have a beard do the thing with hatchets whatever um this is like that it's a fine little dexterity game i was okay at it uh but you know how there are dart boards, and it's like a good little cork material, and you throw the dart, not cork, but whatever that material is on a dart board, and you throw yeah, a yeah, dart, yeah. and it sticks in there. Cool, good. You, have you ever played one of those knockoff, cheap, at-home dart boards that is a peg of plastic with, with holes all throughout it? It's like oh, perforated, ew. and it's like plastic dart needles, and you can throw it at the board, but obviously if you don't sort of like hit it perfectly into one of those holes, it'll just like bounce It's just bounce gonna bounce off. right off, yeah. That's what Hatchet Hero feels like. Hatchet Hero is a like a rubber hatchet, and then the board, the, 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 the target at the end is like a bunch of rubber sticks poking out, and so you kinda, you have to throw it so that it sort of like sticks in between those rubber things, which feels, yeah. Really lame. Now that goes that that works for you and against you. Obviously, if you just like hit a rubber thing, it bounces off. But also, there are times where it sort of just falls into the into the board, 
and that's all right. So this was like a fine dexterity game, but it also felt a little dumb and a little cheap. Uh, so I don't know. It's probably like above... Or it's around Grand Piano Keys, right? Where Grand Piano Keys is also this, like, you know, so pseudo-dexterity game, more digital. So I think I want to put Hatchet Hero above Grand Piano Keys for being an actual physical experience. There's no digital thing robbing you of points or, or whatever. It's not lying to okay. you. It's just yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. janky. Right. It sounds like it's in the same genre as Break the Plate. Yes. But without that raw, unfiltered bloodbath. <laughs> yes, I would say so. Uh, next up is Hyper Pitch, which I did not play Break the Plate, but I did play Hyper Pitch. Hyper Pitch. Yeah, Hyper Pitch is a baseball throwing game, but you're not breaking any plates. It's not raw. It's not unfiltered. It's uh, uh and here's the worst thing. Bath. Hyper pitch is like a, you know, the clown sitting above the pool of water and you got to hit the target and drop them. I would say hyper pitch is more like that. And it's also like the, the hammer game, like hit the, hit the hammer onto the thing as hard as you can so that it hits the yeah. bell. Hyper pitch is the toxic masculinity arcade game. It's throw this ball as hard as you can against the wall and get a score for throwing it so hard, dude. And I hated that. I hate it so much. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you lower the strength check yeah. uh, circus yes. uh, affair of hitting something hard to uh, the quality of toxic masculinity. I love <laughs> strength games. Uh -huh. I think they're great. And they don't have to be, listen, everyone's strong, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. We all have an inner strength. <laughs> and also, most of those games can be tricked, which is quite cool, that uh -huh. they have, you know, that they have... Uh, their own sort of exploits uh -huh. that you can use on them. So I just want to say that for the record. Well, you record. didn't play Hyper Pitch, so you don't know what it's I didn't play Hyper Pitch, be. so I will shut up. Yes. I'm going to shut up now. Thank I'm you. I'm shutting up. Thank you. I'm definitely putting you. it below. <laughs> I'm definitely putting it below Break <laughs> the Plate. I think it's even below Hatchet Hero. Uh, you know, it's... I'll you know what I'll do is I'll let it go above Dizzy Chicken and below okay. Grand Piano Keys because Dizzy Chicken feels a little bit more like how hard is it to get good at this thing whereas yeah, Hyper Pitch it's it, like I know I can figure this out but do I want to I don't know maybe not put it above Dizzy Chicken there we go um, okay next up is Injustice Arcade what's that yeah so Injustice is like that DC Mortal Kombat wannabe type game yeah. um, it is um uh it's not very good um the problem with it is that it's not actually injustice so like you've oh. probably played injustice and that's a cool game um it feels like let's see actually what is my review of it let's pull that up real quick so i've got it doesn't care if you play this game at all that's what i wrote <laughs> Do it you doesn't remember care what that means at this. all <laughs> it just said that it doesn't care if you play this game it just doesn't. So <laughs> it, it also like gives you like a little trading card game. Well, hmm. okay, so there's two of these. There's Injustice and then there's uh there's another one called Marvel Contest of Champions. Uh, and they're both like basically the same game where it's a fighting game, but it's really clunky and you don't it doesn't really like the controls are it's it's not a real fighting game. I don't right. know how to describe right. that any any clearer. Yeah. Um but it does give you a trading card. Weird. That's it. That's what I got. Um, it's it it actually. You know what? I'll say I actually prefer uh, Marvel's Contest of Champions because Injustice Arcade. Injustice is a real fighting game, right? 
that they are using that they're that name that yeah. ip to trick you into thinking it's a real fighting game in order to exploit money from you right so injustice arcade i actually think is worse than marvel contest of champions although they are basically both the same gotcha. game we haven't gotten um, a, I, i'll be interested to hear about marvel contest of champions then but injustice should we put it uh above like big bass wheel like big bass wheel is not a game but this is almost like is this a game that's the question i think big bass wheel sounded more fun than okay. injustice arcade I'd, I'd put injustice arcade very low all right uh let's just put it right below that above full tilt then yeah sounds good all right next up we have jack's high which you have put in parentheses here this is one of your coin dozers so it's now time yeah. for hunter to tell us about coin dozers in fact i'm gonna i'm gonna grab all of the coin dozers right now and we're oh, gonna yeah, do let's do the let's coin just dozers do all speak. the coin dozers back to back here so we okay. got jack's high you got pharaoh's revenge and we've got star trek coin dozer so tell well, me, me about all explain, three let me explain what a coin dozer yes, is at first because everybody knows what it is but they might have kind of forgotten so coin dozers are these types of games where you put in a coin and then there's this kind of um this little like moving part that is pushing the coins off a little plateau. Yeah. And then the coins come off the plateau and how they fall means that some of the coins will get like pushed off an edge. So there's like two kind of plateaus here. Actually, there could just be one plateau. It just depends on how the coin dozer is set up. Mm -hmm. Coin falls, it pushes the coin. Uh, if the coin kind of adds to this pile, the pile of coins that have already been put there, uh, in a meaningful way, it will push off more of the coins or sometimes a prize, yeah. okay? Um, so the design of these coin dozers is very important as to like whether they are actually fun. So the first one, uh, and, and um, my significant other, my girlfriend, very into coin dozers. Uh -huh. She likes claw machines. She likes coin dozers. So the... The, the review that I'm going to give you is not mine. Uh -huh, uh -huh. It's hers. I watched her play this, and I know what she prefers and why she thinks they were good. So Pharaoh's Revenge, this is the worst one. Um, the review that we went with is that you can't control where your coins go at all, which mm, is bad. Normally, really there's bad. like a little gun that you can kind of move right, right. And, to like kind of angle it in a certain way. Um, but this, you don't even get to, to, to do that. So uh, you can't control where your coins go. Taking the agency out of a classic game that already underlined the nihilism of our sorry existence. <laughs> uh, we did not get a prize. 10 out of 100. Pharaoh's Revenge, the worst of the coin dozers. Um, it had a Pharaoh theme. That's lame. Mm -hmm. That's lame. That feels like Vegas, you know? Yeah, who that needs feels that? like Vegas. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm, I, I'm, I, I didn't like it. Based on your review, I'm feeling maybe below Big Bass Wheel, even below Injustice Arcade, perhaps above. I, this full one tilt. hurt us. I'd pu I'd put it up. Uh, I'd I'd put it above Grab and Win, the fake claw machine, because it at least was a coin dozer. Interesting. All right, can do. Uh, so then, oh wait, you said Pharaoh's Revenge. Yes, yes. So Pharaoh's next, Revenge. Next, we got Jack's High and Star Trek. So Jack's High is the one I'm going to talk about next. Um, Jack's High had a gambling theme, which is very weird for a coin dozer. Okay, <laughs> uh, coin dozers could be mistaken for gambling. Um, you did actually get to control like a little bit of like where your coin landed, mm -hmm. which makes it much better and and more likely for you to end up with a prize. But the theme was kind of off putting. Um, it it just felt weird and and definitely a little rigged. 
um, in the same way that Pharaoh's Revenge felt. So honestly, we didn't feel much stronger about Jack's High. Um, so I would say Jack's High should also be quite low. Um, I'd put it below Let's Bounce, to be honest, a game we didn't even play. Okay. And so then okay. finally <laughs> is Star Trek Coin Dozer. And I will note that I, I watched Katie play this one. So what I already know is this is going to get a higher review because Vika ran over to us and said, you got to play Star Trek Coin Dozer, Katie. You got to. So uh, let's hear let's hear about that one. <laughs> I'm gonna open with my with my review. <laughs> Star Trek Coin Dozer is one of Earth's true pleasures. One hundred out of one hundred. <laughs> the way Star Trek so Star Trek Coin Dozer is a coin dozer <laughs> where uh, you get you get to fully control where your coins go. That's important. And your prize is that they've taken Star Trek, the original series. Actually, I think there's some TNG stuff in there too, like trading cards. And they've put them on the bed of coins and they are very graspable. Uh -huh. It is very likely that you will receive one of those trading cards. Uh, and also it's very generous. There is a bonus wheel that fills as you play. You, you very often get extra coins just for free sometimes you can get a lot of coins so okay that's something you didn't talk about yet that i wanted to, to to mention here at this part it's emulating the proper coin dozer experience which is to say at an arcade you have your coins right you use your coin to play the coin dozer the coins inside the coin dozer are the coins you use at the arcade so by doing well at a like you could play a coin dozer infinitely because it's constantly right. refilling you on your well, coins. Well, at a normal, yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah, at, sure. in, in, a, in an authentic experience. And Star Trek Coindozer was doing that. It's slowly, yes. as you drop coins in, it fills up your meter and gives you extra plays. Yeah. Katie started yeah. playing this one because someone else walked away from it. So she never yeah. put in a single dollar and she started winning Coindozer. It was yeah. literally only net gain. <laughs> yeah. Star Trek Coindozer is fantastic. Um, if you like Star Trek... It's a masterpiece. If you don't like Star Trek, it's even better because now you're being introduced to Star Trek in the dumbest way I can think of. So, like, there you go. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Uh, it is one of Earth's true pleasures. Is it better uh, than Break the Plate? Yes, absolutely it, better than Break the Plate. Is it better than Air Hockey? Air Hockey has competition. Competition is uh, lame and bad. <laughs> is it better than Centipede Chaos? Well, now that we do need to talk about. <laughs> I personally think oh, that no. Star Trek Coin Dozer is so good <laughs> that it is worth a visit yeah. to any Dave and Busters that has one just for it alone. And in fact, Matt, I have done that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and worth noting, for Centipede Chaos, you would have to go to the front desk or open up the app and put money on a card and go play Centipede Chaos. You can walk up to a Star Trek coin dozer and it might be ready for you to sit down and play. Mm -hmm. You can you could just sneak into the Dave and Busters and start playing. The Star Trek coin dozer <laughs> is so generous that it's it not always, but sometimes does not even ask for your money in order for you to enjoy it. In in the true uh uh spirit of Star Trek being what a like a a, a, utopia. a utopian yeah. yeah a utopian uh vaguely socialist paradise <laughs> uh the Star Trek coin dozer which which lives as an artifact in our hyper capitalist cyberpunk hellscape sometimes 
will just give you things for free. Yep. And it loves you. Mm-hmm. And it and it has shown me true love. Yeah. The Star Trek coin dozer. Um now, uh, Matt, you you have placed it at number one. I I want you to know it does not have to stay there. I'm in. I just think it'd be cool if we tried it out. No, you know? I'm, in. I'm I'm it's there for now. <laughs> You're fully bought it. You got me. <laughs> I got you. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, next up is Jurassic Park Arcade. It's another light gun shooter you referred to earlier, I believe. Jurassic Park Arcade. So this is a game where you shoot dinosaurs, um, and I like dinosaurs, uh, so I didn't like it. Uh, don't want to shoot dinosaurs, even if they're trying to kill me, don't want to shoot dinosaurs. Uh-huh. I think every time Jurassic Park is like, here's a shooting game yeah. where you kill dinosaurs, right. I'm like, this is weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? If dinosaurs yeah. could see what we're doing, they're like, really? This is what you think of us? And they're like, half the dinosaur facts in dinosaur or Jurassic Park are wrong. Yeah, they're not course. even right. Yeah. They're supposed to all be like feathered like big chickens. I, I hear. I heard once, maybe. That might be true. <laughs> But a, a game where I kill innocent lizards mm. just because they're trying to kill me? Yeah. Boring. Yeah. Bad. Lame. I don't like the politics of it. Okay. <laughs> I think the politics are bad. <laughs> it's got way too much politics. Whoa, in whoa, it. Hunter. This is a video game podcast. We're not supposed to You know, as gamers, we don't love all the politics uh-huh. in, in the Jurassic games. Park arcade. <laughs> and I think Jurassic Park arcade just has too much politics. <laughs> Or just me. It just got too much for me. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think it's wrong. Uh, I think it's garbage and we should throw it in the trash can. You want to put it under Injustice Arcade? Yeah, I want to put it under Injustice Arcade. Okay. I want it to go above full tilt though because it is a game. I mean, it it's is a, a real game. game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you do have to kill dinosaurs yeah. and I, I just think that's wrong. Like I'll, I'll kill people in <laughs> elevator action, but I will complain about yeah. dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. <laughs> Think of the dinosaurs. Uh, okay, next up we have Jurassic World Jungle Jackpot. Uh, yeah. You didn't play this one. No. Nope. I didn't play this one. Katie played this one and came up to me and said, yeah, it didn't work. Uh, that one didn't work over there. I don't know anything else about this game, but I assume it also probably had something to do with killing dinosaurs, even if it's just in a in a casino no. sense. No. Uh, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Bottom it. Bottom. No, not as bad as Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero will kill you. Right. Guitar so. Hero will kill you, but this is a jackpot. This is a gambling game that kills dinosaurs. We assume. Don't know. Don't actually know. Don't care. Uh, okay. Here, we, here we've here we got a big one, Hunter. Uh, we played, as a group, as a four set, we played Knock Out Pong, which yeah. was... A wild experience. Here's Knockout Pong. Everyone knows Pong, probably. It's a little, it's like an early, early, early video game. You got paddles on either side, and you're playing tennis, digital tennis, right? Knockout Pong is that, but you you are playing against, uh, on a square, everyone has one edge of the square. So, you know, you can hit it at a 90 degree angle, like up to the person on your left or whatever, or you can hit it across right. the table. And usually you're hitting it like back and forth, and then sometimes it like gets into the other <laughs> perpendicular set of players or whatever. But the strangest thing about Knockout Pong is it's not a digital game. Or at least it's not fully a digital game. It's got a little cube on it that's being controlled by, I assume, magnets. So it's a digital board in the sense that a a magnet controller is controlling where this thing goes. You are not physically smacking an object and bouncing it to the other side of the table a la air hockey 
but it wants you to feel like you're doing that. It pretends yeah. to be physical, even right. to the extent where that thing kind of wiggles around on your paddle. Like you, you can catch it, or when you need to start, when you need to start, it, it loads it up onto a paddle. You can move the paddle around, and then you can fire the little bullet. But you can like really waggle your paddle back and forth really fast. And the ball will not stay, like, linked up. Again, it's like a magnet. So it's on a sort of delay, like a physical delay. It's so But what weird. the game cares about is where the magnet is, not actually where the yellow dot is. So sometimes you can completely miss the yellow dot that is a physical cube moving around, but you actually hit the magnet. You could refer, there's a, there's a thing up above where other people could spectate. And they can see a digital representation of the board. So this is your clue that you are actually playing digital pong but sometimes what is physically happening below you does not sync up with the game you're playing which leads yeah. to this feeling like a wildly janky experience yeah yeah and and matt i can already tell by your use of the word janky that you did not understand the depths of four player knockout pong four player knockout pong is like it's it's as if you're living in a stop motion animated film <laughs> yes. version of Pong that you're playing with three other people. I think it feels great. Okay. Really? It's Marcel the Shell with shoes on, the four player Pong experience. And you need to have that. Yeah. Okay. Here, okay. So, how dare you reject no. something with its own that is creating whole pure magic yeah. in front of you? Here's here's how I'll reframe it then, based on this sort of joint experience. It's not necessarily fun to play at all moments, but it is a must experience Dave and Buster's game. Like you must go check it out. So it should rank Bullshit. highly. It is fun. No. It's fun. I had fun. No. I loved its weird like <laughs> vibe and how you could like you could you could like get the pong from like the, the two inches away from your paddle. Two <laughs> inches away from your paddle. You could like you could caddy corner the pong uh -huh. and that would count. Yeah. And that was chill. But and every time you lost, it felt like it didn't really make sense. Yeah. And I like that. <laughs> and I actually think that's a good game design. Okay. And I I will stand I will die <laughs> right. there well, on how, that hill. So how high are you willing to go then? What's what's your is this break the plate? Does this break break the plate? I I mean it is I think it's in that area. I yes. certainly like to connect four hoops more than this, but Okay. Um, what if we put it below both of those then? What okay. if we put it below connect four hoops and break the plate? It'll be our number six. Yeah, that feels knockout fair. Above, above Dark Escape 4D. Uh, yeah. I yep, think yep, Dark yep, Escape yep, yep, was yep. a more hilarious experience, but also a way grosser game. Uh, all righty. Next up is my Lane Master. Lane, lane Master. Lane Master. Uh, the lane they are referring to is a bowling lane. This is a bowling video game. And Hunter, you know how Wii Sports bowling isn't? doesn't at any point feel like bowling. It feels like you chuck your Wii remote in kind of a specific direction, and the game is like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, it meant this. That's what you bowled. That's what Lane Master feels like, but even more random, that like even, even more disconnect, because you don't have, like, it's not high fidelity, the Wii remote, but it's it's okay fidelity of, like, movement. Whatever Lane Master has is, is that, less than I'm that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Is that in the background? I don't know if the listeners can hear mm. this. Is Molly crying on her snow day? <laughs> is that what's 
is I don't think it. I don't daughter. think it was crying. I think it was shouting. It's probably exultations of joy. I just wanted to make sure yeah. that because I'm glad you've let everyone know. I'm having. A, I'm trapped in this stupid room talking about Dave and Buster's while my daughter is having a magical snow day experience. It sounds like she's crying out there, <laughs> and it, if she's crying on a snow day, yeah. Matt, we really got to turn the ship around. <laughs> you know what I mean? If she's out there in the magical snow, being like, you, I just don't know what to tell you, Matt, but like, we got to make some, we need to have a strategy meeting no, you on have, like... I you would be correct in, in all this, except what you're assuming is that you're hearing her from outside. But the reality is she was doing snow day stuff. Then she was brought inside away oh. from the majesty of the snow. Why don't you just leave her out and, there? Oh, that's a good idea. Let me go tell. Okay. Hold on. I'll be right back. Go, go, pause the recording. Tell Katie, why don't we just leave the kid out there? That's what my mom did to me when I was a kid. We lived in the woods. I would just be out in the dirt. Matt, I remember... Sitting in the dirt mm -hmm. when I was like five years old yeah. and just eating it <laughs> and just eating dirt. And my where's my mom? Well, she's not around, is she? Huh? She's not she's not looking at what I'm doing. And I just I just ate it up. Yep. I ate the dirt. I ate it up. I eat your I dirt. Ate it up. <laughs> Uh, so Lane Master sucks. Uh, is yeah, what I'm Lane Master to sucks. Tell you. Just put it wherever. I don't even care. Uh, it is probably it's like above full tilt, um, but it's below Big Bass Wheel. I'm gonna put it above Jurassic Park Arcade. It's better than killing dinosaurs. Um, you're killing pins. You know what I mean? Instead of yeah. instead of dinosaurs, that's all right by me. Hunter, tell me about major prize, minor prize. <laughs> well, actually, I wrote this one down because I didn't know if we were gonna have our significant others on this episode yeah, or not. Yeah. I played this with Vika, and she beat me really fast, and she beat me so fast that I didn't really understand what the game was. <laughs> Um, so, so I give needed it her zero. to be here to explain it. Okay. We'll no, I give I give it a zero. Uh, worse than killing dinosaurs. Uh, not as bad as Guitar Hero though. So yeah. second to last is where I would put it. Okay. Uh, Made me deal. feel bad about myself. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next up, we have Mario Kart DX. This is Mario Kart. It's Mario Kart stuff. Mario Kart levels. I would say some of the Mario Kart levels in this felt like you know the really bad mobile Mario Kart levels where it's like something's janky about. This isn't quite a like a proper Mario like Kart not a real level. level. Yeah, yeah, it felt a little bit like that. But beyond that, I mean, it's a racing game. It was fun. You uh, you can play as what's the drum game? What's that drum game? Donkey Konga. What are you talking about? I'm talking about Taiko no Tatsuyoshi. Are you talking about Donkey Kong Jungle uh, Beat? Which is a wonderful little... Uh, it's on Switch and a bunch of things. Anyways. Are you talking about Donkey Kong Country Tropical For Freeze? some reason, they've added that character. Talking about Donkey Kong Country Returns? To uh, a Mario Kart, which is cool. But more important than that... Probably because Namco. You can also take a picture... You can take a, a picture of yourself and make that your like your character if that's you it's mm -hmm. you and you can do really bad pictures of yourself so that's great and that's all up on the screen the whole time like especially like the person you're playing against their picture is on your screen so you get yeah. to race your friend it's mario kart i don't know what to tell you man it's pretty good it's not that bad of a Mario Kart game. It's, it's freaking Mario Kart. I'll say this too. It had a, a lot of like the critical, you can do good power slides. Uh, it took a second to figure out exactly how to do a power slide, but you can do it. You get the items. It's all it's all the Mario Kart in there. I was not too bad at it uh, on my first attempt. Felt all right. Well, well, Matt, you're a Mario 
Kart expert. Sure. You're like one of the best Mario Kart players in the, in the world. world. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, so yeah, that's you know it doesn't mean a whole lot uh, coming from you. Uh, I think it's cool that Namco and Nintendo worked on this together. I think it's cool when my friends are nice to each other. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's cool that Pac-Man's in there. That's fun. Yeah. That you can drive as Pac-Man. Um, I like that. Uh, besides that, it's just Mario Kart. I don't know. It, it's fine. It, it's good even. Right. Um, I it, it wasn't like that exciting just because it's a, an arcade game I've played many times. Right. Pretty much everywhere you can go with arcades, yeah. if they're not retro arcades, we'll have Mario Kart DX. Yeah. So. Yeah. What do um, we do with that? I don't know. I mean, I put it, uh, I put it above a, a lot of things. Like, I'm, I would want to put it above like Dark Escape 4D, which is just like the best light gun game I played at Dave and Buster's. This, yeah, this, is, yeah. a, this is a good racing game. Um, does that mean it breaks break the plate? I don't know about that. I mean, it doesn't break through break the plate for me. Um, and to be honest, I'm kind of debating whether it's worth putting it above Knockout Pong, um, which is Marcel the Shell with shoes on. I'll, I'll concede because I just I don't care about this this crazy knockout pong point is far beyond <laughs> me so I'll let Mario Kart go underneath knockout pong heck yeah <laughs> uh, next up is Marvel Contest the Champions which you referenced earlier when talking about Injustice Park or uh, Injustice Arcade uh, and you said Marvel was better so you like Marvel yeah. more than DC done uh, with a bullet Marvel better than DC <laughs> mouse Mickey Mouse please invite me in the kingdom wouldn't that be awesome if we just sold out and yeah. we just kept we were like one of those podcasts that are just like the new the new trailer for Ant-Man 3 just dropped let's examine every single second of it and talk about all of the possible implications of uh, uh what is his name Krang Kang the Conqueror, Krang the Conqueror is is back and in the movie. Let's imagine every possible Marvel comic book storyline that will be featured in the upcoming film Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Wouldn't that be cool? That'd be cool. Where do you make rank a lot Mar- more money? Probably. Where, where do you rank this? Make Marvel more money. Fighting game that actually doesn't have anything to do with Disney at all. Um, I got a trading card from it Ooh. that I lost of Colossus. Cool. Um, yeah, not really cool though. Colossus sucks. Um, <laughs> I let's just say it's actually. You know what? It was better than Injustice Arcade. Uh, but I root for the underdog, not the overdog. Uh, forget about the overdog. Let's say this is worse than Jurassic Park Arcade. <laughs> so it's better than Injustice Arcade, but it will go three steps lower underneath Jurassic Park. <laughs> Arcade. Yeah, yeah. Marvel, yeah. worse than killing dinosaurs. <laughs> worse than killing dinosaurs. Uh, get out of here, mouse. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, next up is Milk Jug Toss, which is exactly what it sounds like. It is a recreation of the classic arcade Milk Jug Toss. And something I found out about this and one I'll talk about later is I'm okay at this. I'm not too bad at this kind of a game. You're throwing balls into little milk jugs. And I got 120 tickets first try. This is a great cost to ticket ratio not that hard of a game and also all of the fun of throwing a ball into a jar what could be what's wrong with that nothing i say i love milk jug tossed i gave it a 70 (laughs) okay out of 100 where do you want to put it matt Mm, i'm thinking it's definitely above for like like classic just sort of an arcade experience it's like better than hatchet hero i think i don't think anything is above that for our uh carnival experiences on the list dodgeball is sort dodgeball and break the plate are sort of uh those types of experiences it's not as cool as break the plate but it's i'm gonna put it right under 
Mario Kart DX, I think. Sounds good. Mario Kart DX is actually like laugh. Actually, no, it's going under dark. It's going under dark escape. I laughed more at dark escape. That was funnier. Next up is NBA hoops, which is just a basketball. It's nothing fancy. It's just the basketball shooting game, which, hey, carnival classic. Get a shoot as many baskets as you can. Yeah. And guess what? I want to inform you of something real quick. (laughs) Let me just uh, let me just real quick. I'm I'm looking up something. Um, so, basketball, uh-huh. as we know it. Yeah. Now, obviously, people have been playing football and hoop for God knows how long. Mm-hmm. But basketball since the ancient kn- Mayan times. <laughs> yes, as we know it in the United States, basketball was first played on December 21st, 1891, mm-hmm. which was 131 years ago in Springfield, Massachusetts. Yeah. It is the perfect game. <laughs> and I think it, it's better than Break the Plate. Whoa! Yep. That's I think it's better than Break the nuts. Plate. Nuts. Okay. Wow, Hunter. Uh, yeah, I gave it a 60. I said it's back, basketball ellipses, but, you know, I, I'll ride your high. If you're going to let something go above Break the Plate, I got to take them where I can get them. Um, so it's not better than air hockey, though. I can't. I can't. It's not better than hot. Like, no, th- this is the point. Yeah. We're here to say basketball's pretty cool, but is it better than hockey? Because no hockey's way. crazy. Yeah. Hockey's a crazy <laughs> people sport. Basketball makes a lot of sense. And it's kind of just like, it, it. it's like basketball is is cool. It's pure. It's in the center. Yeah. It's pure. But hockey is like, if you were like, what about like a bad idea? And we make it a good idea. <laughs> we made it great. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let's take a bad idea, make it a good idea. Basketballs, let's take a good idea and make it a good idea. Yeah. That's cool. Right. But bad idea to good idea is more impressive. Yeah. So there you go. Hockey, better than basketball. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, we got this next one is a real is a real crying shame. We got Pac-Man Championship. That's right. Chomp. It's a championship. This is a four player. This is another four player game. We played against each other. You know how like one of the cooler Pac-Man experiences in in slightly more modern times is the like on the GameCube, there was a Pac-Man game. I can't remember its exact name, but you could use the Game Boy Advance connector, connector, and four people could play as ghosts on the Game Boys, and you were ghosts uh-huh. running around, and one person was Pac-Man on the big screen, and so the ghosts weren't supposed the ghosts were supposed to face away from the TV and not know where right. Pac-Man was, and just try to run around the world. It's amazing, like it's a very wonderful Pac-Man experience. Uh, I think we have proven that there are good versions of a sort of multiplayer pac-man pac-man championship feels like dog shit (laughs) it controls horribly i can't it was on no don't you cannot misremember how this game worked we all hated it at stop yelling at me i will not if you keep yelling at me (laughs) i will slap you through the screen i have not been able to listen to any of the things you're saying at all because here's why and you don't understand it is not called Pac-Man Championship. Yes, it is. It's called Pac-Man Battle Royale Championship Edition. <laughs> the fact that you were able to look at that perfect, immaculate title and just simplify it to Pac-Man Championship. Uh-huh. It's just... I've robbed it of its glory. You just... You took away the only good thing it had going for it. <laughs> 
and then you tried to say it's garbage. I want to agree with you, Matt, but you don't have to. You don't have to rig the ballot box like that. You know, we can talk about what it is, but we need to give it its due, which is that the damn game is called Pac-Man Battle Royale Championship Edition. That's a good title. Damn it. Uh, but was the game good? No, it actually was quite broken and sucked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so with that in mind, it's it's a better name than Dizzy Chicken, which is a pretty good name for a game. <laughs> I'll note. And Dizzy Whoa. Chicken also was Whoa. not a great name Stop for a game. Stop with the wild swings here. <laughs> Dizzy Chicken is a very good name. Okay. I can't. But Pac-Man Battle Royale Championship Edition. Honey. Quit trying to drive the bus. Just let's talk about this as individuals. Okay. Let's have some sort of... That's what I hate about this podcast. There's no rubric. Okay. <laughs> These guys just say stuff. Dizzy Chicken. Dizzy Chicken. Yeah. Those are two very good words. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and in concert with each other. Oh, in, yes, the concert. <laughs> yes, it's absolutely in concert. Pac-Man Battle Royale Championship Edition. Also very good. Yeah. Takes a lot of words to get where it's at, though. Yeah, so many I words think... I forgot two of them. Three of them when I... Yeah. William Shakespeare once mm. said... <laughs> Brevity. That's what he said. Yeah. And <laughs> and that for that reason we should say Dizzy Chicken. We should, should say Dizzy we should say Dizzy Chicken. <laughs> for we for that say... reason we should say Dizzy Chicken. <laughs> I think it's got to be Dizzy Chicken. Oh, this project I, is everyone, falling apart. Pac-Man ended up on the list. I won't tell you where. <laughs> <laughs> Hunter, I want to tell you about Pop the Lock. Uh, next up on the list is Pop the Lock. Pop the Lock is a one-button press timing game that does not lie to you, I don't think. I think it's pretty fair. But it's okay. an actual challenge is the trick. They made it difficult. They made it throw cheap curveballs at you. Here's how Pop the Lock works. Imagine, uh, I, don't, I don't know if young people um, like use these kinds of locks anymore because you don't i don't do are lockers even still in schools i don't know but you know with a lock no, kids don't have lockers anymore it's all stored on the cloud <laughs> with a lock you like rotate to the right and then you rotate to the left and then you rotate right you're going back and forth yeah yeah, yeah. so pop, pop the, the lock, lock is that but it, it it's a dial moving around a circle and somewhere in that is a target, right? You're trying to time it to that target and hit it, right? The dial's going to come to a spot and you got to hit it. But it's pretty generous. It's like, no, I can hit the, I can hit where it's trying to get. I have a wide range to hit. But then it, as the second you hit, it immediately reverses direction. A new spot spawns somewhere else on the lock and you're, yeah. you're hitting it again the next time it gets to that one. So you're doing this back and forth thing. Now, nice. sometimes it's like, it's like 180 degrees away. It's like on the opposite side of the lock. All right, I got plenty of time to time my thing. Sometimes... You hit that, and the random num number generator spits out. It's about an inch and a half to the right. So you need to bop, bop. Like, it's, it is that fast. So it is nice. the absolute pinnacle of hand-eye coordination timing game. I do not think it lies. I do not think it is a cheap game. Like, that will just be like, no, you didn't actually hit it. I just think it actually throws a, a ridiculous challenge at you. And if you were fast enough, 
you would be able to do quite well at this game, but it's going to try and uh, zag on you, basically. Like, it wants yeah, to yeah. zag on you. I think it's That's very excellent. good for a one-button yeah. press game. It was fun. Sounds it's a thing good. I wanted to play a few times. Uh, I don't know what that means anymore. This list has gotten too big for me to rank anything I on. think it sounds it sounds better than Disney Crossy Road, because yes. Disney Crossy Road is allied with the mouse, and I had forgotten how much I don't like the mouse anymore. <laughs> Um, whenever we reviewed uh, Disney Crossy Road. So Pop the Lock definitely goes above that. I don't know how far above yeah. it, but it goes I, above I that. I want to throw it a little bit further up above Milk Jug Toss. Milk Jug Toss is also like an earnest dexterity yeah. game. It's not lying yeah. to you, but Pop the Lock was a little bit more fun. Do it, Matt. Do yeah, it. I did. And I did. Uh, Hunter, will you pump it up for me real quick? Yeah, so Pump It Up Anniversary Edition is um, it's the DDR competitor. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's got a lot of music in it, and you're supposed to do DDR stuff. I don't really know how to do DDR stuff. I yeah. played this with um, uh, with Vika, and um, let's see. Actually, I'll just read my review, and and that'll that'll tell us. Uh, <clears throat> Pump it up, anniversary edition made me scream. <laughs> Seventy out of a hundred. That's pretty good. But I did scream. Yeah. Um, it also was very hard. By the way, I don't know if you played DDR in a while. No, I hate uh, it. But I'm bad at it. it. Yeah, I'm pretty bad at it, but I like trying, yeah. and it. I feel like, you know, when I was younger, I used to try and ab- avoid embarrassing situations, Yeah, and now it's the only thing that makes me feel alive. <laughs> uh, I think for that reason, it should go up pretty high. Pretty high. But I, I, I want to note know. that Pump It Up, clearly DDR has some sort of... Um, trademark on the directional pattern oh yeah of the, the dance the cross pad. yeah so pump it up is actually an x you're hitting the corners yeah. instead of the up corners. and down left and right which is a weird inversion and i don't know I, I would assume a ddr person will be like oh my god i can't play pump it up because i'm a master of ddr and i can't rewire my brain for the directions of where my feet are supposed to go and pump it up but that's neither of us so hunter you're saying pretty high is pretty high above break the plate it made you scream no no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Uh, in fact, I would say it's below like pop the lock or milk jug toss. Okay, I don't remember. Um, I don't even remember what bobblehead baseball was. Like that was like a million let's, years. Let's let's put it let's put it above bobblehead baseball. Sure. I think bobblehead baseball like actually sucks. Gotcha. Actually, yeah, I think I, I lied. Before. I genuinely I don't remember it. It's it's. Been... I think I, I I've been lying yeah. like for like half the time. <laughs> I just tell lies. Uh, uh, next up is Red Cup Challenge, which is just beer pong. And I don't know if you know this, but beer pong sucks. Um, and this As is a game. Yeah, this is worse than beer pong because the cups are like designed in that mean carnival way of like stuff doesn't really go in it very well. They're like like a weird aluminum or something. I don't know. They seem bouncier. Uh, Katie and I both tried to play this, and I'm not saying I'm good at uh, beer pong, but I'm better at beer pong than I was at Red Cup Challenge. So something was going on that made it way harder. Uh, and the only other good thing about beer pong is you're playing it with somebody else and it's like a drinking game and it's just like a socializer. I'm not going to just sit here and play beer pong by myself. That sucks. That's, can you imagine a person going to Dave and Buster's in Rogers, Arkansas to play red cup challenge by themselves for 30 minutes? Yeah. You know, what would be funny is if you just ordered a bunch of beers and you, (laughs) then you set them up on the table, like next to red cup (laughs) challenge. And then you just took the balls from Red Cup Challenge and used them to play actual beer pong with. I remember I went to a party where there was beer pong for like the first time. I'd never seen it before. Mm -hmm. And I started playing 
and then somebody got their their ball in one of my cups and i was like all right <laughs> now what happens and they're like oh you, now you drink that <laughs> and i was like but it's got the dirty ball in it. <laughs> and they were like no that's the game and i was like well i'm not gonna play and then that's <laughs> the only time i ever played beer pong <laughs> Yeah, and this is somehow worse than that. Is what I'm trying yeah, to this express is like to pretty you. Bad, actually, to be honest, Matt. Like this red cup challenge, yeah. even if it executes its vision, yep, is a bad vision. Which yeah. is, that's kind of an interesting thing when yeah. a game succeeds at exactly what it's trying to do. Yeah, but what it's trying to do just isn't good. Right. I want to put it below Halo Fireteam Raven and above Gear It Up Bonus Spin. Yeah, let's do that. It's that at least in some good. way a game. You could probably get okay at it, but it just sucks. Why would you want to do that? To you? Like I said, you're going to stand there for 30 minutes alone at Dive and Busters and get good at Red Cup Challenge? Yeah. No yeah, way. Yeah. Uh, right. Next up is Ring Toss, which is the other, uh, just like Milk Jug Toss. And if your review of Pump It Up was it made you scream, uh ring toss over here made katie scream because she was mad at me because i was really good at ring toss i was i was crushing it on the ring toss and getting lots of tickets out of it and wow so uh, cool ring toss is really easy to cheat you know what i mean like ring toss is really easy to make a completely jank game and this one was not jank at all and i loved it uh it goes above milk jug toss but below pop the lock that's okay that's just that's where that goes yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, what do you yeah. care? What are you going to say about it? Uh, okay. Right. Yeah, we have a big moment here because uh, we're into S. Next one's real. Yeah, this is skee-ball, everybody. You know it. You love it. It's skee-ball. Yeah. The fuck am I going to do? What, what am I going to tell you about skee-ball? <laughs> skee-ball. I mean, what even is it? Where did it come from? And where does it go? You know? Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't even know where to start with skee-ball. I mean, it's like, it's really like the greatest date game of all time. Uh -huh. Like, whoever invented skee-ball was someone that fucks. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> You know what I wrote down for, for skee-ball, though? Here's, here's the thing I need to put forward. Have I ever liked skee-ball, actually? Or is skee-ball the thing you're required to play when it's there? Do you know Do you know what um, like what feeling I'm talking about? Where you're like, no. oh, there's skee-ball. I better go play skee-ball. And then you do a couple rounds of skee-ball, and you're like, I fucking suck at skee-ball. <laughs> and then, I don't know. like Nobody really sucks at skee-ball, right. though. <laughs> you know, skee-ball's kind of perfectly engineered to, like kind of create the illusion of competition uh -huh. without any of the stakes of competition <laughs> so that things can still get really spicy you know what i mean yeah and that's it is the most sexual game i've ever mm. played mm -hmm. it's more sexual like i don't know if you've ever looked at like like sometimes i'll go on steam and i'll just be like what games release today yeah. like just like what random games right. release and guess what they're all anime porn visual novels <laughs> like literally every single one of them every day on steam 55 anime porn visual novels are published right onto valve's platform valve guess what that's what you do you're a porn okay? distributor skee ball is more and it's tasteful more sexual to yeah. me yeah in all of the anime porn visual novels that are published on Steam every second. Yeah. You know what's hilarious about that point you just made? 
for me is my next thing I was going to ask is, or, or like bring up is my problem with ski ball is always, there's not enough balls. I always want it to go a little bit longer, but that's why they have to, they have to slow down the sexual nature of it. You can only have yep. so many balls and, and allow this. Up. Yeah. You'll get, too, I get too worked up. up. Fact, fact. Everyone who's played ski ball has had sex. Fact. <laughs> I, I broke him, everyone. I have now broken him. I'm he just can't. imagining that is the first official Old Gamers <laughs> Almanac t-shirt. <laughs> it says, it's, fat. it's got a picture of a skee-ball target. It says, fact, everyone who's played skee-ball has had sex. <laughs> Holy God. All right. Where do you want to rank it? I mean, it's it's basically, you're basically, how much is romance important to yeah. you? Yeah. In your life. So that makes, I mean, because air hockey's a, a pretty great date game as well, but ski ball's obviously, we're saying higher than ball's that. better. Yeah. Ski ball's way better. It's better than centipede chaos. Are we, like. Well, wait, no, it will hold up. Is romance better than centipede chaos? I mean, centipede's pretty cool. Centipede's pretty cool. Um, I, don't I mean, like, I don't know about you, and I mean, I don't know if we should say, yeah. but you know, like, if the choice was between your wife yeah. or centipede chaos. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's talk about it. Yeah. I mean, I've never spent $35 on my wife, but I've spent $35 <laughs> on Centipede Chaos. No, I think Ski Ball. I think Ski Ball. <laughs> That's the dumbest joke I've ever told. So what? Is Ski Ball number two, number one, or number three? Uh, I think Ski Ball needs to be number three under Centipede okay. Chaos. Actually. Let's just say it's number three because it didn't. We don't quite. We're not. We're not completely aligned. Ski ball on it, is I an idea, feel. but it's actually not that fun of a game to play uh, in my in my newest estimation. But it is a right, it is right. a critical element of the arcade ex experience. So, and I think that makes sense. Yeah. You know, I think that makes sense. Yeah, for you, that uh, is. Next up is Space Invader Frenzy. Space Invader Frenzy is Space Invader, except it is on a massive billboard screen. With yeah. LED lights, and the LED yeah. lights are the pixels of your classic-looking Space Invader. It's so big, and you sit so close to it, it hurts your eyes and yeah. your brain to play. Yeah. And instead of being a little ship at the bottom that moves left and right and fires upwards to kill all of the things, you have a gun that just points at the screen, and you have a reticle, and you got to kill all of the stuff. Um it at times moves faster than you can keep up with, especially because the, the, the pixelation is like literally breaking your eyes, which means when things start, you know, in Space Invader, things start going really fast towards the bottom yep. of the screen. Yep. That is like stroke inducing <laughs> when, yep. when things start going that fast. And for that reason, I say this game is amazing as an arcade experience. It is it is light the building on fire, explosive energy. You see it from across the room and you're like, I do have to play that. I have to go over there and play that even though it's going to hurt me. Yeah, so my review of it, to be honest, Matt, I did not feel like there was much upside to Space Invaders Frenzy, which I feel like is going to be an unpopular opinion. Mm -hmm. I think people really like this machine. I think it tried to kill me. Yeah. And well, I think I almost died playing it. Yes. And for that reason, I give it a zero. A like, zero. I think it was trash. Well, we'll find somewhere in the middle. Trash. I did write down, I played it forever and it hurt my eyes. This game is very generous with how long it lets you play it, which is part of the problem because it starts to make you sick. Uh, if it was just like a quick, you know, 
one minute long game it it probably would not cause as much strain on you but it ke- you just keep playing it and keep playing it and you start to go insane a little bit it was full nightmare mode for me matt i i i literally was afraid for my life i feared for my future and i still am not sure i might still be playing it yeah. you know what i mean right for all i know You're i'm in a still playing state. space invader for yeah, yeah i don't even know what happened to me and I really did not, I cannot believe, like, look at an image of this thing. It's Space Invaders, which is cool. I get that. Yeah. Pull it up right now on your browser Why or whatever and play it, it. It would be better if you could stand 30 feet away from it and play it, though. Or it would be better if it was just Space Invaders, <laughs> the arcade machine. Like, the, the, it's, it, they're like, okay, we need to improve Space Invaders by making it louder, brighter, bigger, scarier, <laughs> killier. Like, I don't want it to do these things to me. I just want to play Space Invaders, which is already a good game. Yeah. Can I put it above right. Pac-Man? Battle Royale you... champ, Championship Edition? Can I do that? Uh, I'm, that's, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Under Dizzy Chicken, above Pac-Man. And it's, it is... After Centipede, the best of the we made a retro game a new sort of experience or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, we have Speed of Light. Speed of Light is a whack-a-mole game. You have a big grid of buttons in front of you, and uh, it's going to flash lights at you, and you got to hit the, what, the, the buttons when they light up. That's the entire game. There's a one-player mode and a two-player mode, but at Dave & Buster's, the only people working there are 18 years old, and nobody gives a shit how you play any of these games so you play right. one player mode with two people and you get as high a score as you possibly can this game is designed to be cheated that's the whole point you are supposed to cheat at speed of light it is I, i'm telling you right now i approve of anyone who cheats at speed of light to try to get as many tickets as possible that being and, and i've done this with other games at these types of arcades there are games that are designed for you to cheat um and with the good ones when you cheat them you're rewarded for cheating. You outsmarted the system and you get a lot of tickets. Speed of Light, you cheat it, and the problem is Speed of Light knows you're going to cheat, which means Speed of Light really crushes the ticket output. So you cheat at Speed of Light, you work up your heart rate, you do all this crazy whack-a-mole, which is like a full-body experience. It's a big board. you got to like stretch yeah, up yeah. high for the top one and, and bend down low to get the bottom one, and you still then get like 12 tickets. It's it's no good. It's not worth your time. It's not it's not a, a good enough experience because it knows you're going to cheat, and that's not fair. It's supposed to be unfair in your favor when you cheat a game. The game's not supposed to yep. know you're going to cheat, and I don't like it. Yep, yep, yeah. Well, let's uh, let's kill it with fire. Let's just destroy <laughs> it. I wanted to go above, at the very least, above uh, Red Cup Challenge. Uh, maybe okay. maybe below Halo Fire Team Raven. That makes sense. That you know what? That's flawless logic, and definitely <laughs> is consistent with other things you've said in this episode. Uh, all right, spin and win. I don't remember this game. <laughs> no, just let, you know what? No, 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 Matt, stop, stop. Leave this in. Just tell us where spin and win goes. I don't care. Oh, I just checked my no note. No one though. cares. I just checked my note. All right, fine. What's your note? Tell us what your note is, and then just put it where it belongs. Less cool than the big wheel, uh, is all I said. What's the big wheel? Uh, the, we didn't talk about a well, game the, called the, Big Wheel. The Big Bass uh, Wheel. Oh, Big Bass. Big Bass Wheel, wheel. which is okay. the big wheel for Price is Right. Uh, oh my god, I just understood what the, the big wheel why is. it's called Big Bass Wheel. Yeah, because it's the big wheel. It's Price is Right, but we put a bass on it. It's a, just a fit. It's instead of Right, a fish. but it's also a play on, on words. You know, you uh-huh. delete that. Big Bass that, Wheel. That, that's a big yeah. bass wheel uh right. spinning wind bass. sucks though actually. or like a bad bass you know mm-hmm. that that guy's a bad bass oh, you're a bad bass uh bad bass 
Uh, just rank, spin, and win, Matt. Uh, Come it's, on. It's above Gear It Up, but no, it's 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 a digital wheel. It's a digital wheel. It's it's below Gear Not it even up. a real wheel. Yeah. They can't even build a wheel. No, it's bad. It's a bad game. Oh my god, there's so many of these that are me still. Oh wait, no, there's a bunch of you coming up. That's great. Uh, Tailgate Toss is something we both played, apparently, according to my notes. Tailgate Toss is a game I definitely don't remember, but I ranked it 65, and it gave us 20 tickets, which is on the low end. That's bad. That's a bad amount of tickets. Uh, oh, is this just is this just Bag Toss? Is this literally just Cornhole? Yeah, I think it's just Cornhole. Um, I'm trying to find it in my notes, and I can't even find it, which is kind of crazy. It's cornhole. Maybe I didn't actually It's definitely Cornhole, and I remember this now. I wasn't too bad at this, and I still only got 20 tickets. It sucks. It's it's bad. Oh, it's as yeah. good as Bag Toss, but it's like a horrible output of tickets for how like you can be pretty good at it and still not get anything for your time. I played it for free because somebody put in the money and then just walked away. Nice. I played it for free, and I still thought it sucked. So there you go. So really suck. Tailgate toss is better than Red Cup Challenge, but worse than Speed of Light. Nah, it's better than Full Tilt, but worse than Marvel Champions Contest of Champions. A, eh? what do you say? That sounds fine, Matt. <laughs> we are at the end of this. We have we have set six to go. Oh, oh, we finally get to talk about Tomb Raider, the light gun. Tomb game. Raider, a four player co op, uh, light gun game that was actually the last thing we did that night. Everyone was completely over being at Dave & Buster's. We all wanted yeah. to get the fuck out of there. And I was the only one, I think, paying attention to like all of the things. Tomb Raider is like, yeah, shoot the bad guys in the head. But there's also lots of extra bonus things on the screen you're supposed to be shooting. Well, and I there's was, lots of bad guys on And there's the lots of bad too. guys on screen. I spent all of my time not helping with the bad guys and just getting the bonus stuff. And I was getting by far the highest score in the game. And I was not helping at all. I was being bad and mean. But... Also, the people we were playing with weren't <laughs> playing to win because we all wanted to go home. That's not so that the so my Tomb Raider experience was different uh, than yours because I want to say this Tomb Raider, probably one of the not very good light gun games yeah. there. However, because it's four player, you can take multiple mm -hmm. guns in your hand mm -hmm. at once. Like I just grabbed Vika's gun. Yeah. And then because there's so many enemies on screen, it's pretty hilarious if you just shoot really just fast and yell yeah. while you're doing it. At one point I had three guns in my hand and I was using like my entire grip yeah. to shoot all three at once. And Vika almost fell on her ass laughing at that. So I'd say that's one of the best games that we played that night. I'd <laughs> Made my girlfriend laugh. Made me look cool and funny. Love it. Made Love my girlfriend laugh. I'd put it above Mario Kart. That game's trash. <laughs> I can't put it above Dark Escape 4D because Dark Escape 4D was definitely the best of the light gun games because it was a sensory experience, a whole body experience. All right, fine. Put it, up, put it above Pop the Lock then. There we go. Uh, Hunter, tell me about Vader. Immortal. Lightsaber. Dojo. Vader Immortal Lightsaber jo Dojo Jodo <laughs> Judo <laughs> Dojo It's a Dojo Okay uh, Where it teaches you to play lightsaber It is a VR experience with a VR headset uh -huh. uh, And it's like this cool thing You're like in the VR You have like the lightsaber You're like, you're like fighting uh, Darth Vader And it's like cool Because it's like got the headset on there um, But it was actually broken at Dave & Buster's So I didn't get to play it mm -hmm. Which I give a 10 out of 10, 100%, um, because I didn't have to put uh, the headset <laughs> the on my thing. head that other people had put on their heads. So because it was broken, I would say it was actually one of the best experiences we had that <laughs> night because I was dreading the idea of putting on mm -hmm. a VR headset that's been on other people's faces, yep. which actually is fine, by the way, uh, except for these people's faces were located at Dave & Buster's, yep. which makes it unacceptable. The fact that we did not have to play it 
for this episode means I would say it's in the top five, better yeah. than NBA hoops at least. Yeah, I'm not letting it go above air hockey, but I will take every other point to you. It's it, hey, th- if only Guitar Hero hadn't let you play it. You know what I mean? Imagine how high Guitar Hero could have climbed if we if, had just. Uh, if- if you didn't play yeah. it and you just thought about the memory of Guitar Hero. Dude, imagine if Guitar Hero had had like a guy standing in front of it. And when I was like, I want to play Guitar Hero. And then he like just punched me in the gut. <laughs> That'd be number one. That'd be number one. Uh, all right, Hunter. We do have next up here the actual best named game at the David yeah. Busters. It's called Wicked Tuna. So Wicked Tuna is one of the fishing games, uh-huh. and let me tell you, it is Dreamcast as heck. It is more Dreamcast than Sega Bass Fishing is. <laughs> it's like, you're fishing for tuna, yeah, but there's like sharks and storms and crazy shit happening everywhere, and it's so much fun. It's like an arcade, it's like a fighting game, uh-huh. but you are a fisherman, and you're going to kill these fish with your rod, okay? <laughs> it's in the top 10, probably above Mario Kart DX. That game sucks. Yeah, there you go. Okay. This next one's kind of weird. It's World's Largest Pac-Man. So there were two Pac-Man games. Everyone knows that Pac-Man is a quintessential arcade experience, no matter what kind of arcade we're talking about, whether it's a retro arcade or a Dave & Buster's. Yeah. Yeah, world's yep. largest Pac-Man is really big Pac-Man. It's just a very big. It's it's similar to our Space Invader Frenzy. It's a big digital LED board, so it's a little yep. bit of that hurt your eyeball quality. But it's not fa- Pac-Man's not. No, fast. I did. It's not going to hurt, hurt you. my eyes yeah. that much because it's a one screen experience. It's also co-op. Um, I, we were two. You and I were both Pac-Man wa- wandering around the screen together. Yeah, clearing yep. the screen together. Um, right. So um, it I was, know it was really fun. It, yeah. it also happened to be Pac-Man. Right. I said it's Pac-Man um, sort of, which is like, that's pretty good. Pac-Man's a really good game. And this was like an authentic Pac-Man experience with a second Pac-Man in it. It's in the top three for me. I think it was one of the best uh, games of the night. Is it as sexual as skee-ball? No, but sexuality is not the most important thing about being alive and being a person. Yeah, uh, I would say Centipede Chaos, I appreciate for being an actually new thing that is also still quite good. Whereas World's Largest Pac-Man yeah. is, it's just Pac-Man and Pac-Man is amazing and perfect. But this did not elevate it in any significant way outside of, I guess, the co-op nature of it. But I wouldn't say that necessarily helped it because in a co-op Pac-Man experience, the ghosts definitely aren't doing what you expect them to do because they're interacting with two different Pac-Men. So it gets really weird in there. So I think it goes under Centipede. We're almost done, and we've got two left, uh, and both of them are trash can games. I know that much already. Uh, The first one... Actually, I want to talk about one of them last... Hunter, tell me about Zombie Snatcher, which is actually the last Uh, game I've written down, but only you played it. uh, So, no, Vika played it. I didn't even play it. It's a claw Uh, game. It's a claw machine. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's also fake. Um, So both the claw machines games uh in david busters are fake uh david busters gets a zero uh for claw machines <clears throat> put it with the other crappy claw machine game yep. uh how dare you david busters not have any real claw machines in your supposedly place for fun yep. and family yep. or actually it's not really for family but it's, i guess it's for fun it's weird because it kind of leans family though doesn't it isn't that the weird yeah, thing about david it does kind of lean family it's sort of like bring your kid here yeah. and get trashed yeah you little nasty little gremlin you <laughs> The final game that we need to put on this list is Yahtzee, Yahtzee! <laughs> which uh, I hate to break it to you folks. You come for the Yahtzee, you leave immediately because this is not Yahtzee even a little bit. This is not even yeah. close to actual they Yahtzee. Have fake Yahtzee. This they is couldn't f- even get real <laughs> Yahtzee in there. The game, it's Yahtzee, but the game doesn't even have dice. The- That's 
bullshit. It's not. It's so bullshit. It is Yahtzee by way of a casino ground floor slot machine area where it's just like you're just gambling against it. Here's the way this Yahtzee works. You've got you've got like a grid on the bottom and you've got little cubes inside of it. And it's it's it, the grid is like your ones, your twos, your threes, your fours, your fives and your sixes. It's it's ridiculous. But then you you it fires balls into the air and then they fall down and they sort of pachinko their way into uh, those positions. Uh, you, oh, you got two sixes because two of them fell in the six holes or whatever. And you get that and then you get to select which dice you want to keep one time and then you reshoot the others out and they bounce around and fall in new spots. And then that's it. And then you don't use those dice to score a normal Yahtzee card. They just kind of tell you, this is how many points you got for like your thing. Like, oh, if you had, if you had gotten a largest straight, you, you would get a lot of points, but you got a chance. We're telling you, you got a chance. That's it. And then the game is over. That's the entirety of this Yahtzee experience. It is an insult to Yahtzee. It is, uh, it's really sad, but it was really fun to watch the balls pop up in the air and fall down into the holes. That was really great. Ah, fun to watch the balls fall. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, so Yahtzee is like someone got confused and thought that Yahtzee was like an intellectual property that people would be interested in playing a Yahtzee-themed game and that they could just trick people. Um, But the thing is, actually, Yahtzee is just a game. It's not some sort of media franchise. So you can't really, like, use it to trick people into playing a game. So in that way, I would describe it as kind of the most confusing machine (laughs) in all of Dave and Buster's. Yeah. Well, you say that, Hunter, but I happen to be married to a Yahtzee fanatic who was very excited to play this Yahtzee and was immediately very upset that this was bullshit Yahtzee. Uh, so I want to put it pretty low, uh, like, like in that it's an insult category, you know, stuff under baseball pro is the, like, this is a travesty. It's not guitar hero. It didn't hurt us. Uh, it's not killing dinosaurs, which I don't even know that Jurassic world actually did, but I think I'd put it under grab and win the fake claw game. Let's do it. Let's do it. Because at least with the, at least with the fake claw games, every once in a while you can do a good job and the game can say, all right, this time you're allowed to win. You know what I mean? Well, also, some people don't know that claw machines are fake, so they're actually getting, like, a real experience right. out of it. Right, Whereas Yahtzee, you already know what it is, <laughs> and then you're like, what is this? <laughs> it's not even, do. it doesn't even have the dignity to lie to you right. about what it is. <laughs> okay, let me read a very, do I even need to read the list? Does anybody you care? Read it! <laughs> we need to help people! If they're going to Dave and Buster's, they need our Rex, bro! <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna just scream at you for three and a half minutes. Here we go. Here are the 52 games we played at Dave and Bunster's rate from start worst at the bottom and exactly. go up for Rank. maximum drama. Worst to best: Guitar Hero, Major Prize, Minor Prize, Jurassic World, Jungle Jackpot. We didn't give enough that credit to that for a really good name. Jungle World, Jungle Jackpot. Yeah, that Jack- is a good Jurassic one. World, Jungle, Jungle Jackpot. Jackpot. It's really good. Yahtzee, Grab and Win, the Claw Game, Zombie Snatcher, the Claw Game, Pharaoh's Revenge, the Coin Dozer. Baseball Pro, Spin and Win, Gear It Up, Bonus Spin, Red Cup Challenge, Speed of Light, Halo, Fireteam Raven, Jack's High, The Coin Dozer, Let's Bounce, Full Let's Tilt, bounce. <laughs> Full Tilt, Tailgate Toss, Marvel Contest of Champions, Jurassic Park Arcade where you kill dinosaurs, Lane Master, Injustice Arcade, Big Bass Fishing, Gold Fishing, Pac-Man Battle Royale Championship Edition, Space Invader Frenzy, Dizzy Chicken, Hyper Pitch, 
Grand Piano Keys. Hatchet Hero! Disney Crossy Road. Aliens Armageddon. Elevator Action Invasion. Dodgeball Ultimate Arena. Bobblehead Baseball. Pump It Up Anniversary Edition. Milk Jug Toss. Ring Toss. Get your ring toss. Pop the lock. Tomb Raider. Dark Escape 4D. Mario Kart DX. Wicked Tuna. Knockout Pong. Connect Four Hoops. Break the p plate NBA Hoops. Vader Immortal Lightsaber Dojo. Airfax Air Hockey. Ski Ball. World's Largest Pac-Man. Centipede Chaos. And the winner. Star Trek Coin Dozer Dozer Dozer. So that Matt, that can just be your reel for trying to get voice acting work. Yeah, thanks. Can just be you saying all of those words. Yep. You just take that clip. Mm -hmm. That's your reel right there. So hire my guy Matt here to yep. do all of your voice acting work. He'd be perfect for like a used car commercial mm -hmm. uh, or a flea market. Yeah, that's what he'd. <laughs> I'm. That's what he'd be good for. <laughs> I'd be good. At, I'd be good just as a carnival employee trying to get you to come play my game. Yeah, you know a carnival I mean? barker. I can be yeah, a carnival you do have barker. Carnival barker voice. Real I'm a good, good barker. Real good. Hunter, I'm glad we did this. Um, I don't know why this was a Patreon benefit. I don't think anybody actually wanted this, but we put it on the list for ourselves to go do this. I don't uh, think we did put it on for ourselves. I I put it on <laughs> it to like goad them. Like I think every once in a while we should, we should put in a Patreon. Like thing that's like here's something we don't want right. to do. They, cool. Well, that's what they always pick, right? Any Patreon vote or whatever is always a thing that they don't want. So that's that's what we've already gotten wrong. Is our next two bonus episodes that we have up as goals are things that are cool and good, which is why like we're not pushing super hard. If we put like mate, make Hunter and Matt eat a bucket of trash, we'd get a thousand dollar Patreon a month in like record time because people would yeah. just make that happen. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, if we just put it out there that we are willing to like put bad things in us and destroy <laughs> ourselves for money, people will be like, "Yeah, I want to destroy you too." You know, like that's that's just how it works. That's what that's what that's what life is like in uh -huh. this in our culture. Oh, that's YouTube for you. Everyone just wants to watch each other hurt each, hurt themselves. I suppose. I don't know. Yep. Well, yeah, dude. we did it. We did Dave and Buster's. I don't ever want to go back. Um, just kidding. I want to play Let's Bounce more than I want to do anything else. Let's bounce. Put on your red shoes and dance the blues. Old Gamers Almanac is produced by Matt Martins and Hunter Donaldson, with music by Knight Corey. If you liked our little show, consider giving us a five-star rating or heading over to patreon.com slash oldgamersalmanac. Yeah.